And we're back from our break. Uh, we are going to continue on with the deliberations of RPG Site's Game of the Year Awards. RPG Site Awards? I think I we know, just say really. awards, yeah. Say yeah, just awards. Weird to say Game so, of the Year. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and then, oh, so we're back. And so joining us today, once again, we're going to continue on with Darren McPhail. Hey, glad to be here again. Yes, we got Alex Donaldson, Aaron Van Dyne, Adam Vitelli, and Simon Child. Hello. Why am I back? Great. You're back because we took a little bit of a break. Now we're back. Flexed our, flexed our muscles, what? <laughs> or stretched our legs. We got up. And I think now we have a clear head to push forward with the next categories. And so uh, for the remaining part of this podcast, we'll be discussing best indie game, best small screen game, best big screen game, and then we're going to pull it all together and decide our overall game of the year award winner. In the RPG genre, obviously. Of course. <laughs> Let's keep it straight because we can't, yeah, so obviously the rules, once again, is that we're going to be focusing on actual RPGs this time. We're not going to be looking at visual novels or anything like that. We want to make sure we focus in on RPGs that we can hold up for the best of 2014. Perfect. I don't like bears anyway. Yes. Fuck. I'm still scarred. All right, so let's go right into it. Still scarred from that fucking (laughs) endless debate about Danganronpa. Jesus. Anyway. (laughs) Monokuma. I actually want to bring it back. Before we start this, I cannot for the life of me, go forward with having a two-person winner for the best surprise. And so, <laughs> I want to... No, 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 no. Before we get into it, I just want to say, I concede, we're going to choose Terra Battle as the biggest surprise. <laughs> we all know it's because Zach played Terra Battle well, real, right? I think that uh, I've, I've, I've... the other choice was kind of... No. Just wasn't going to work. <laughs> That's, I, uh, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know, it, it was a fantastic surprise. It, it meant a lot, but, you know, it's purely in the terms of maybe more narrow-focused terror battle. As you mentioned, it's, it's, it's a big surprise because making a mobile game, an RPG that works, there weren't a lot of those this year, and so I want to give it up terror battle. We'll have that be the winner. And then, what? so number two, well, I mean, the, the runner-ups will be... Of course, Valkyra Chronicles mean a lot for the Sega back catalog. Mm-hmm. And then, was it Nomura? Yeah, it was, it was him uh, yeah, leaving or being removed or whatever did happen from Final Fantasy uh, 15. Insert Square, Enix, Square yes. Enix drama here. Uh, yeah. Square Enix drama. What that could mean, because we keep hearing more and more from that group every day, it seems. Oh, what's happening? Who's leaving? Whatever it is. It's like the, Square Enix is the next Konami at this point. So we'll see <laughs> oh, how <that> Jesus. <laughs> What is that place anymore? They're, they're, right, they're a Metal so... Gear machine who just serves one man who has a massive cult of personality. Well, I mean, well, there's, there's pretty much like Final Fantasy only lately, so. Well, there's a difference though between Konami and Square Enix, though. Konami actually releases, you know, Metal Gear Solid games. True. Very true. Mm, very true. So let's move on then. Now that we've gotten that over with. They're all traders to Galia, uh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but that game came out what, two thousand eight? So yep. Yeah, I just don't it. think game comes out is the biggest surprise material. It was a big surprise though. 
So let's so Alex, do us the honors. Uh, we're going to be moving right Ooh. into the indie RPG of the year. Awards. Yeah. So um, just to reiterate, I mean, obviously we continue on from the last episode, but uh, everybody kind of put in their thoughts um, into a document, uh, and then, then that leaves us with a list of games we want to consider in each category, and then we're going to boil it down to a winner and two runners up. So in indie, we have uh, Transistor. We have uh, Divinity, Original Sin, we have um, Pierce Ola, we have Legend of Grimrock 2, uh, and Boot Hill Heroes, which is a pretty cool game. I'm surprised that made the list. So, yeah. That's cool. So, Surprise. well, I'm going to go... I guess that's why they're indie, right? Oh, and <laughs> we have, sorry, I missed one. There's Van Helsing 2 as well. Oh. Which is, yeah. Uh, Someone nominated both Transistor and Van Helsing, the only one to nominate two games. So, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say I think uh, Transistor is on the top three of this list straight away. I definitely. Yeah. Like, Transistor, um, I mean, the art style, the music, uh, not only that, but like it has a skill system that's really, really, you know, neat and deep. And I just. It's a really, really solid game on its own, right? So, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, and I'll say I don't think it's quite as um, as good as Bastion was, but um, no, I don't. But that isn't exactly an insult, considering Bastion uh, was one of the best games that year and was very, as I recall, very, very close to winning uh, the overall gong from us that year. So, you know. But now, it's, hard we... co- it's tough company to keep. Right. Now, can we call Divinity Original Sin indie? Yes. Okay. It's an independent studio, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what part of it is an indie? <laughs> if a transistor is indie, then uh, Divinity is indie. Yeah, but okay, let me... Well, how big is Larian? Because the question I would say to you then is... Does that make The Witcher indie next year? Level five is an indie studio too. <laughs> I guess so. That's that's yeah. kind of Larian Studios uh, is actually a small really company. I wouldn't really say they level five is. They they're actually like the biggest indie studio in Japan. They're actually labeled as much. That's the funny thing about that. But Larian Studios is actually yeah, it's, it's an independent studio. They only put out like one or two games every couple of years, and they um they do work themselves by themselves. They're not like under like EA or Ubisoft or anything like that, so I would definitely call them indie. Mm, okay, I can get behind that. So the question is, um, <clears throat> see the others. I and I would put Divinity on the top three. By the way, <laughs> for the record, the release, the amount of releases a game uh, a, a company makes in a, t- a certain time period does not an indie company make. Just saying. That's I understand that. It's just the fact that they are definitely. Uh, I think I think the spirit of the word uh, Larian are yeah I would say um, yes I think sometimes the the, the definition can get a bit blurred because like I say the if fact... you follow the exact definition of independent then CD Projekt is an indie studio and The Witcher Three is an indie well, game but let's say this Divinity Original Sin only exists because of a Kickstarter and so well it's, it's, yeah then I think that is yeah. very true I think like it's, Witcher it's Witcher was gonna happen. Regardless. Yeah, well, they've got all their good old games. They got Namco, Bandai. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. they have a they have a big publisher backing. So. 
So I don't think anyone would mistake them for indie. Even if they're, I guess you could call them an indie studio, but like I think the way that we, in the spirit of the award. Well, let me ask you a quick question because obviously we got Transistor. <laughs> we said that, and um, does anybody feel particularly strongly about Legend of Grimrock? I feel like that's a good game, um, a really solid game actually. But I'm not, I'm not entirely sold I... that it's top three material for this list. I'd argue it's better Personally, than the other ones outside of Transistor, or or just on par with it. It's better than the original in every single way. And if yes. you're into that type of RPG, it's it's incredible. Okay, it's it's definitely. I played about eight, seven or eight hours of it, and I definitely agree. It's much better than the original, and that's not to say the first was bad at all. It's actually great. I mean, we gave it. I think we gave it the award for when it came out. And so it's much improved. The environments are much more detailed and open. And so I had a lot of fun with that, especially the dungeon crawling mechanics. I think they did uh, an improvement on the uh, UI. So everything felt more streamlined. It just felt much better than the first one, but all pretty cool, great graphics, good monster designs, uh, a lot more equipment to get, a lot more monsters, a lot more puzzles. So... I agree. See, I thought this category was going to be easy, but now I'm looking at things and struggling to see things that I'd actually cut because, you know, I, I look at Boot Hill Heroes and I just love the earthbound sort of look of that game. Um, I don't know if anybody else, who, is, has anybody else here played that game? No. Nope. Yeah, I have. Darren, yes. It, it, it's like a... Um, it, it, it's 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 a lot. It's got a lot in common with Earthbound. I would be very surprised yeah. if they weren't heavily heavily inspired by that game. They definitely. And the thing were. I really like is, I think it was originally like pitched like that because I think like a couple of years ago when they first announced it, that was kind of how they were marketing it until they kind of dialed it back a bit. Yeah, and it, it's um, it, it's got this lovely Wild West sort of theme to it, but at the same time, um, I can. It's, it's it's not breaking any any ground in any particularly crazy way. Against um, some of the others in this category, I don't necessarily think it would win. But it definitely deserves to be. If you think that and I think that and we've both played it, then we can at least say we can cut that. Yeah. Reluctantly, because it is, it is really fun. So mm -hmm. then, if a game's on the list uh, that remain, uh, there's one jumps out to me because I know it quite well with Van Helsing 2 I think that's a really um, cool game I really like the tone of it I really like the art um, but in the same year even if it is indie and it is in the same year that um, the Diablo expansion came out it's kind of hard to look at that game and say it's top draw stuff but I know, did, did you ever get round to playing it, Zach, or did you only finish the first one? Um, I only finished, the, I did not actually get around to playing Van Helsing 2. I did beat the first one, and it caught me off guard of how good a game it was. It would be like a Dishonor calling it some sort of Diablo clone. Um, it's got some great music and got a cool style to it. I did not play 2. Uh, obviously, it seems like it's a better version of that, kind of like how Grimrock was, but... Uh, so that's why I can't I have to kind of abstain to that game since I don't know much about it after just you know reading a few articles. I'll say you know, that. Sorry, go ahead. Is this game supposed to look better than Diablo Diablo Three? 
But on the Diablo, oh, Diablo th- I mean, that's kind of the fact that Van Helsing's an indie game, Diablo 3 is a big budget. Yeah. No, no, um, I'm saying Van Helsing 2 looks better than Diablo 3. Oh, it's okay. a it's a pretty cool game, and um, I really like the tone and stuff, because it is quite... It's quite different. But the thing I'll say about um, it is that it's part of... They've, been, they've always been quite open from the very first game that they envisioned it as a trilogy, and they're shorter games, and, it, and they're cheaper games, and I think almost... The way it is 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 that if really they were making a big budget game, these three games would just be one game, um, and I don't think it really does enough differently from the second from the first one. So I think while it deserves to be acknowledged, I don't think it belongs in our top three. And I say that as I think the only person here has actually played it. But if you haven't played it, Simon, I highly recommend you do because it I is really cool. I love Diablo three so much now. You should. You, you would like. You would like. You would like oh, Van Helsing. The first, the vanilla Diablo three was so garbage. You should check out Fan Housing. <laughs> I reviewed I that one. I gave you shit for it. I'll still give you shit for it. It's, well, I, I never really played it since then, so that's probably why. Reaper of Souls was great. God damn, that fifth act is so freaking amazing. Okay, so... If that's cut, that actually brings this category down quite tight, which leaves us with Pierce Solar, Pure. Divinity... Or Pierce Solar. Solar, whatever. Let's not get into that. <laughs> no, it's oh. Pierce Solar. It's gave a lot of crap yeah. for that. Um... Uh, uh, Grimrock, Pearsola, and I see. I just fucking said it the wrong way. Jesus. And uh, I'm not the only <laughs> one. Legend of Grimrock, Pearsola, no, and Divinity: that. Original Sin. So one of those has to go. As the person who revered reviewed uh, Pearsola, I'll say it's probably <laughs> the safest one to cut. Um, I really, really, really want to play that game. I just have not gotten to it yet. I did. I have like it on my list to play very soon, but. It it obviously it sounds like it, it aims for a very specific yeah. audience. It's, it aims for that work it, design it, type it of RPG, like the Lunar games, no. and it does it very well. It's a good game, but there's just I think these other games in the category here are just the better games. Well, to be fair, isn't it not to discredit it in any way? It's more like an HD remaster of the yeah. game that came out of a game that technically came out a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, so. that is true as well. Yeah, not not to because fi- obviously this is our first time really you know looking yeah. at it, so it's like we have to. Well, give the it only the way to play it before and... was to own the cartridge version of it. This is the first digital, the Sega Genesis, yeah. Sega Genesis or Sega CD. Yeah, well they use the Sega CD music, yeah. so they did release it for that, right? Yeah, the sound board for it. But if you guys uh, have agreed on that, and I'm not going to argue because I haven't actually had time to play it, it's on on my list of things to do. That actually brings us to free because it sounds like you guys also feel quite strongly between you, Darren Zach, about uh, Grimrock and Divinity both. Both between they're you. both really good. They're both really good. I would put Divinity above Grimrock as much as I love playing Grimrock 2. Like I said, I've only played about eight hours of it. I don't know how far that is into the game. I would imagine it's not that far from the end of it because Grimrock 1 was probably about that long, if not like 12 hours or something like that. But I didn't do everything. Uh, How how far did you get? I only got around 10 hours. I wasn't much further than you. But Divinity, I put a fair amount of time into. I put about 30 hours in that game. I put more time... Um, recently to it as well. and incredible. I will say right now that I'll agree with you on Divinity being the better game, especially if you consider the whole game can be played in co-op, and it works really well with co-op. It Amazingly well, and the way the co-op works in that game is pretty fantastic, because you can create strategies with the turn-based tactics in that game to really pull something off 
pretty cr crazy. Like, um, I know there's there's all these different ways you can cast spells to work together to damage the enemy. Like, um, say your partner casts some sort of rain spell and it makes the monster wet, then the other person can cast a, a lightning spell and do like much bigger damage. Things like that work a lot, even if like casting it on the environment itself. There's a lot going on, especially in the co-op, and the whole game can be experienced that way, not just like where some games where you only get like a very specific function, feature of it, or a cut down story, it's like the whole thing can be experienced in co-op, and that's probably its best feature, amongst other mm -hmm. things. I think the soundtrack is it's it's probably one of the bit the better uh, uh, the Kickstarter games and the Greenlight. Games. Oh, absolutely! I, I would definitely agree. I mean, that and like Shadowrun are probably tops yeah. for me as far as Kickstarter. Games FTL, FTL, F FTL. I'm, I'm not, I've only played like a little oh, bit of FTL, fuck. so you know more than I can me. I talk about that game for hours, but that's not relevant. So because yeah, that that that, so that gives us our top three. So the question here then, we have Grimrock, Divinity, and Transistor. And it sounds like you guys have quite a lot good to say about Divinity versus Grimrock. I... So where does that stand versus Transistor? Because in my mind, Transistor's the clear winner of this category. But I also did start this whole discussion by saying that I didn't think it was as good as Bastion. That's it. Okay. From, and this is coming from someone who hasn't... I mean, Darren, have you played both games? Because I have only played Divinity. I have not played Transistor. Yeah, I have played. I've played all of them in this category. How would you compare the two? Uh, I would say it largely comes down to taste. As someone who really enjoys the classical computer-type style RPGs, I'd say Divinity wins for kind of reviving the genre and doing it so brilliantly and arguably better than the games that came before it, whereas Transistor mm -hmm. is kind of the almost-as-good uh, uh, game coming after its predecessor, Bastion. And it's still a really fantastic game, but I'd argue that Divinity does a lot more, and it does a lot more new, innovative concepts that have existed in previous computer RPGs, and so I'd say it's the winner. So I, I reviewed Transistor, and I had not played Divinity, but I've watched a fair amount of it being played. Now, when I reviewed Transistor, I believe numbers-wise, I gave it 8 out of 10. And yep. my, my idea was that I, or my thoughts were basically that it's really anchored down by the skill system, which is really, really neat. And that's really most of my praise for it, in addition to the art style and the music and just the presentation in general. Um, just a quick you know, summary of the skill system. You get all these various skills that you can use, and you combine them in various ways. You can, put, you can have one skill basically power up a second skill. Like you can have skill A power up skill B, or you can reverse that, have skill B power up skill A. And you can use them in various ways and lots of combinations, and that's... It's really, really cool. But I think the criticisms I pointed out was that it's very linear. It's basically along a straight line. And it's kind of a narrow game in that regard. You're basically just going from like a battle arena to a, a battle arena. And that's, that's pretty much the structure of the game. And it's, it's the, I do think that's a little, a little bit shallow. Um, but otherwise, I do think it's really, really great. <laughs> so... <laughs> I would, by and large, agree with everything that Ben Adam just said about about Transistor. It's um, it's a lovely game, but all the things you just described about it being slightly shallow and the skill system being the best of it, but other things around it perhaps not being as strong as that. Everything, yeah, I, but... everything that I feel. 
Yeah, and I mean the presentation is great. It's a very, very, very pretty game, and the music is fantastic. Oh, um, just right, and so um, Divinity again. I haven't played it, but it does seem to be a much more like expansive game. You know, yes. uh, that, I would not, I would not say it's I mean, that big a game. It's but it's it's got ambition in its not so big budget. Right. I mean, it's just that the level of focus is a little different between the two games. So, yeah, the different designs, different, different types of RPGs, types of genres. Yeah, it's. But I think that for Transistor, and this is only going off of what I've heard. What I've heard is that the writing's not that big in Transistor. I mean, it's not that well told in Transistor. Like while in Bastion, it was more about narrating what was happening. It's that the person talking to you, this is what I've only heard, that it sometimes can get on your nerves when the guy keeps talking to you all the time and stuff like that. Um, but Divinity, it's that, you. so you have these two people, um, your, your two co-op, uh, not two, the two people that are in the main story, and a lot of the interaction you have with each other and other people all comes down to these two characters and you decide what the reactions are going to be um, like you talk to one this one person this one NPC and both of your two people get their say on how to advance this conversation or you talk to each other about how you want to move forward with a certain adventure part of the adventure and there's all these quests and things you can do but it all comes back to the writing itself and I think the writing in Divinity is very 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 good Transistors because um, it tells a brilliant Transistors story. writing is definitely like in the background it's not front and center in terms yeah. of dialogue uh it's it's subdued is maybe the best word to use um so no there isn't a narrator talking to you every five seconds like bastion um but it's you i mean the story is actually largely told by these terminals you come to um these the terminals really the only point they have in the game is to kind of you know build the world and the whole and the story behind it uh so you, you're literally just walking around, you're maybe battling some enemies, you come across a terminal, you click it, uh, you read it, and that's... There's a couple of dialogue changes, but it's very in the background. Mm-hmm. They, they do some really lovely stuff with just uh, use of song and singing as well in that game that's, that's really uh, something special that has to be noted when it comes to... kind of bleeds over into the soundtrack category where Transistor was one of the runners-up, but... Um, the use of, of song and singing in that game, in a narrative sense, is is oh yes, there there are a couple of brilliant. There's a couple of great uh, scenes in the game that they're not like cut scenes, but they'll have you know the artwork, which again is great, um, you know, kind of like a comic book type style sometimes, um, with you know some great music in the background. Um, in the main character is a singer, which it, so it does tie into mm-hmm, yeah. the narrative that is there. So it's. I think I think in uh, and this is. I guess I can only speak of Divinity's sake is that, um, the. Focus on choice, is very big in Divinity Original Sin as well. Like you can approach everything, uh, independently of each other. So you could walk into town, uh, and decide I want to. Like say you, you you let's say instead of town, like you go out and you find like say uh, a troll or an orc that is 
like standing over his comrades that have all been killed. And now you can go up and you just kill that orc, take whatever he has, and walk away. Um, you could talk to him, uh, help him take out whoever it is that killed his entire tribe. You can just uh, leave him alone and walk away. Uh, and that's the kind of the, the same decisions you make when you go into town. Like I was playing one time, I accidentally misclicked and killed like a random citizen, and all of a sudden. I had the entire town on me, and I was just basically, I, I think I wiped out an entire town by myself just because I accidentally misclicked on a single villager <laughs> when I was walking in. And that's the, it's like Skyrim in a sense that that kind of thing can happen. And it's your choice whether to, you know, save and reload or just kind of go with it. And that totally happens in that game. And it's, it's, it's the same as if um, every single NPC in that game can also fight with you pretty much. Like, I think at one point I had an animal in my group who fought with me, like a dog that I happened to come across into town that was in part of this quest. All of a sudden I see, like, like it had a life bar and it had a level, and it just started fighting with me. I was like, wait, what the hell is going on? It's it's this kind of, like, weird uh, organic world where it can be uh, choice yeah. matters. Yeah. It, 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 all these things can happen, and the everything feels like very fleshed out. Like every uh, path that you take, there's a lot in there. It doesn't feel like every, anything's cheapened out. Uh, they don't. Nothing doesn't feel like unfinished. Uh, I mean, when they actually you know released the game properly this past summer, nothing felt like unfinished. It felt like they really put a lot of work into making sure that whatever decision you decide to make. You know they'll they'll back you up and give you some sort of motivation to continue down that road if you want to do something sinister like become the most evil person in the entire game and wipe out entire villages if you so. So uh, obviously I haven't played the game, so I kind of have to just go by what I've experienced otherwise and what I've heard. But it, we I talked briefly like the level of focus in these two games is definitely not the same. But I said Divinity seems more expansive, but it also seems. You know, not just the, the the width, but also the depth. It's a very deep game. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so it's it's not it's not really sacrificing you know focus for you know content or anything like that. It doesn't seem like it. Um, well, but, the, the problem is, yeah. yeah no, I mean, uh, this is kind of a this doesn't really follow. But the uh, one other thing about Transistor that I just wanted to mention um, that I wasn't so hot on the in the combat system uh, with Transistor. There are kind of two different styles. There's like the uh, there's the action RPG in real time fighting where you just use the skills like any action RPG, and then there's you know a, a turn based setting where you kind of create you know a sequence I think is the word they use of abilities, and you you have as much time in the world to set them up, and then you just kind of watch it play out. And I felt that the balance there wasn't great. There, if you were fighting in real time all the time. You, you're at a disadvantage. Like, the, your main character moves pretty slow. So you, I found myself always doing this turn-based mode. So I, I feel like that was a thing that I didn't like about Transistor. So even though I haven't played Divinity, I am not against having it win this category. Even though I'm, I like Transistor in many ways, it just has a couple of these issues that I can't ignore. So bottom line... Do we decide Divinity or Transistor? It sounds like we're leaning towards Divinity with this one. I think the yeah. things that you have said have, have, have done great things to uh, convince me. And I think if we're talking about indie games and indie games accomplishing great things, I think you being able to... Uh, you said the sentence 
uh, it's sort of like Skyrim, which I think is a really <laughs> it's, more, it's an impressive it's, it's an impressive thing for to attribute to an indie game. And then when you talk about things like you know the the, the emergent stuff with AI and the animals that would fight for you and stuff like that, and the thing is that that sits directly against as Adam just said, some of the issues that I have with Transistor with the, the way the combat plays out um, and that kind of thing. So I would also... I, I really, really love Transistor and I think it's a wonderful game. Um, but I would, play not, it. I would not be against it not winning this category. Yeah, I think uh, actually, like, I, I remember being surprised um, when Divinity came out and I saw these people online talking about how good it was and impressed they were and i was like really i mean the last two games you know were okay i reviewed Divinity 2 and that game was yeah the last, well okay so the last I two games it. had problems or whatever Echo Jack and then all of a sudden this new one is actually good i was like nah there's no way that's but i mean i mean it, guys, uh, it uh, seems like it it seems to be very very highly praised um they're, like I, to be, I'm going to be quite honest and say, I, like I don't really even know what the criticisms are of the game because everyone just talks about all the things they like about it, you know. Right, right. I mean, I, I even saw people who are like super picky about games say that they really liked it, and I was like, huh, well. I, I think the only problems were when that game was still as early access and people were having issue with the parts that are still being worked on, and so when it actually did come out. That's probably where you got, obviously, a lot well, of... Well, even after its official release, didn't it have, like, a couple of significant updates even after that to, like, tweak things? There was glitches and stuff like that, like bugs and whatnot, but it it kind of ironed itself out after a while. They, they keep putting out patches, and there's a gigantic modding community with that thing because they released a full editor, so you can go on Steam Workshop and check out a lot of things people have done. They've already made new, like towns new people new villagers new pretty much all like objects a lot of stuff that um people can make their own story pretty much that they want to make so that's they've kind of gotten around some of the more core issues of that game there's nothing actually i should say there's no real core problems with it it's there's just the the peripheral that have been causing some issues but i think you don't really hear too much about that anymore at least i think i think let's be real this is winning this category right yeah, let's choose Yay. it. So yeah. let's move on. <laughs> Should probably Yay. move on. Yeah, let's move on. We f- pretty much figured that out. So we got that. So what's, and you should what's probably, the next category? You should probably change. You should probably change big surprise to Terra Battle by uh, Yes, on, okay. On the, on the, um, the document, right. yeah. Uh, yes, so that's Grimrock, uh, Divinity Original Sin, and, uh, and Transistor, and Divinity wins that category, right? All right. Yeah, so next up. Best small screen RPG. Yeah, so the logic here is we're, you know, we've done a category for um, for, for, for independent uh, for, for independent games and all that kind of stuff, and we're going to now break into into small and big screen stuff. Um, and obviously small screen can be anything from a, a 3DS and a Vita, of course, but that can also be uh, handheld stuff. So in this category, we have uh, Bravely Default, Persona Q, uh, Fantasy Life, uh, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, uh, Joe Denver's Lone Wolf, uh, Tales of Hearts R, The Shadow Sun, uh, 
Terra Battle. Somebody's put Final Fantasy VI on. Well, we'll come back to that. Final Fantasy VI, uh, Deus Ex: The Fall, Final Final Fantasy, Curtain Call. It did, yeah. But I've got comments to make about that. (laughs) Final Fantasy, Curtain Call, Pierce Solar, and that's the list. So. I'm going to kick off and say that that Final Fantasy VI mobile. Why is that even on there? It doesn't belong on this fucking list. It is atrocious. The the way it's not a troll. Who put that on there? I I don't know. Six, six, you know, originally as it is, you know, before the mobile version is fine, but that mobile version, no. At least Final Fantasy VI is an RPG. Why is the rhythm on there? The rhythm is technically an RPG by. I like the genre that it's listed as. So, I mean, that was under even though it has like the rhythm stuff, there is like RPG stuff in there as well. So. Sure, but that's more. Ten- I think it is more tangential. I, I I think it it's good to it gets disqualified just I mean, because we put it on best tangential. I don't disagree with taking it out along with six. Well, I yeah. think I think six and Fairtrade can both go immediately well, because the right. art yeah. on six should just exclude it. And we cut out theater. I think we, no one knows why that's who, on who there. Who even voted? And we. <laughs> We cut out Theater Rhythm earlier because we thought it was uh, out of tangential because, you know, it wasn't in our top three. What, what, what was our argument? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, no, no, it's we cut it out of an expansion pack. It didn't change much from the original Theater Rhythm. Right, that's, that's what cool. I mean. Right, it didn't, it's still good, but it didn't really. They just announced some Xenogears uh, DLC, and so I'd put that at the top of my list, oh, but. Well, that does, late, that's so. just extra songs. I mean, that's, that's just whatever. I'll take so. that. And, yeah. and, you know, not to just spend this uh, to, to kick off by ragging on Square Enix, <laughs> but um, I really like uh, Deus Ex The Fall. Was that even this year? Or the last year? I think that was actually I last think, year. Didn't, it, didn't we... Didn't it win, right. or did we... Like, we can this shit, guys. Woo, no, it's yeah, time. It <laughs> maybe, maybe it came out on something else, or maybe somebody's thinking of the PC route. Alright, guys. Because I think it came to Android this year. Yeah, iOS, iOS was, was July 11th, 2013. Yeah, so that's oh, gone. Oh, I yeah. do think they ported it. Because it was like PC, instantly. But out. even then, it's still an old port, so it doesn't well, count. Well, I, I think it's somebody. This year, yeah, Android. Android came out this year, but I think I think we even talked about it last year because I reviewed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember we talked about it. So that can go. Yeah, um, I really like uh, Joe Denver's Lone Wolf and The Shadow Sun. But if we're really just taking a machete to this really long list, um, <laughs> why a machete, uh, bro? Why a machete? I, I don't. I don't. I like. I don't think they are going to stick in this category. I haven't even. I don't even. I've heard of that game. I've been meaning to play it. I just never got into it because I've heard good things. But yeah, let's go. I, I I want to contest. Do, does. Does Pokemon really belong on this list? To be yeah. honest, well, it's someone a... voted for it. Or... Yeah, or I mean, the Persona in fact, Q. In fact, in fact, oh man, shots <laughs> fired. I mean, they're not bad games, you right? Say... And they're no, no. I'm not saying it's a bad game. That's not what I'm saying. We should. Are cut you it. saying there's, there's too much water? Oh, I should make a note that Liz, uh, Liz is not here with us uh she left during the break and david's not with us either david kreinberg so i just want to point that out because well, they, i'm sure we didn't mention this before but liz actually reviewed pokemon uh so she isn't here to back up her review but from what she said and she didn't give it that high remarks it felt like it was kind it of it was pretty much the same game the... it's, it's a remake 
she didn't feel like oh, it was anything was it? better or lesser oh. than the other past games. Yeah, they, she felt like it's kind and, of more and, of what we And in normal Game Freak fashion, some I of mean, the additions they took, they added to the other, to what was the other most recent release, Section X and Y? Oh, X and Y. Well, X and y. well they, you know, they, they you know, uh, new mechanics come into the game, and then they take them out. <laughs> like, that's it. They, that's the, the problem with Doris <laughs> is that they said, yeah, they, they put new, new mechanics in X and Y because, but because this is, uh, they did include some some of those like things in yeah. with this version of of those ver- of, the, of this version of the game like um, on there, but I don't I I think she pretty much felt like indifferent towards it completely. It's interesting. Um, well, I don't think any of us are going to bat for it heavily. Yeah, so. does anybody here actually played the I have, games or and it doesn't them? deserve to be on oh, there. Yeah. Let's, let's uh, well, I guess I'm outnumbered, so I won't bother with it. Well, I no, because because I, I like those. Will it Wait, be right, I, I'm not I'm not ready to cut it yet because there's other things on this list. Okay, fair enough. No, no, fair enough. Okay, fair I would enough. cut. I voted for it. I would cut Terrible. I already I self censored that from the from the indie list because I knew it wouldn't I knew it wouldn't 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 live in that list. Wouldn't fly. Um, I, would, I would cut Pokemon before Terra Battle. I I Pokemon. would cut Pokemon before Terra Battle, but I would cut Tales of Hearts before both of those motherfuckers. I I agree. Uh, <laughs> I thought Tales I of Hearts. Was, I thought Tales of Hearts is super by the numbers and average and not interesting really in any any respect i agree completely wholehearted i probably I think, hate the game more than i i probably hate the game more than adam does so yeah i i, I think it's like if you're dying to play a kind of classic style rpg on vita it's fine but that's that's it it's you, you it doesn't play, really belong you want to play an action game you play memories of self Seta. that's what you play what what was the other tales game that people actually really wanted to come innocence out here, innocence is apparently pretty good it's better than, apparently it's better than the DS one. I would buy eight copies of Vesperia for Vita. Just saying. Oh man, at this point, <laughs> they should just put it on PS4 and then let the salt flow. What's Vesperia at this Listen, point? Listen, Vesperia sales weren't as good as Exilia, to be honest. They'll probably be like, no, we're not going to do it because it wouldn't sell that much. Do a remaster. Oh man, like they the could. Part. I mean, look at all. I mean, we're getting Final Fantasy 10, 10 to HD, a, a freaking port of a port. Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> Mary's just getting up in arms. She, she, she loves Yuri, apparently. So. But aren't they going to charge you like another? I love it's fifty dollars. Have fun. Yeah, plenty of fun. To be <laughs> anyway, let, let's, let's. Yeah, Tales of Hearts are so, so Tales of Hearts. What games do we have left in this category? Okay. Left in this category: Bravely Default, Persona Q. Uh, Fantasy Life, uh, Terra Battle, Pokemon Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire, uh, Pure Solar. That's I the think, list. I think Solar. How does Pure Solar look I think on Persona the Q and uh, Bravely Default definitely deserves to stay. Like. I agree. <laughs> well, I, I want to take a yeah, second I before think... anybody mentions it to, to just. I don't know if anybody else here has played Fantasy Life, and I wasn't the one who wrote it, but um, oh. when it was written, I was quite taken aback because i actually reviewed that game and as soon as i read it i was like oh yeah that game is pretty fun uh, <laughs> you reviewed it and you forgot well i suppose <laughs> that's <laughs> but no it, it's just like it's one of those things though you know you, kind of like you, a one and done or... you review so much it's kind of like um animal crossing slash harvest moon 
Damn, I knew you were gonna say it. I knew you were gonna say it. With, with, with RPG elements, so the whole thing is, you know, you're you're in a town, you're doing stuff, but then rather than just mindless Animal Crossing, I'm going to fish, which is just you pressing A to throw the rod into the fucking water, and then you wait for a splash, and then you press A again. You've actually got RPG combat, and you're doing things like everything kind of feeds into each other. So if you uh, make good tools, then you be good. Then you can be a better hunter, and you can use the pelts from the animals you hunt to make better armor to go into dungeons and so on and so forth um and it's it's really really fun and but just imagine rune factory with just more customization and like interactability with other players like that's what it really is it's really fun and i think i think uh, they did a um they did an absolutely brilliant job uh but does it let's be real on... here we all know what game here is gonna be the number one or at least in the top three and that's gonna be bravely default well, i'll say i was gonna bring that mm. up is that it sounds like the biggest point about fantasy life is the job system and that's in bravely default they have a job system no, I, I guess this is the no, most no, no. Like, it's, reductive it's, it really way to put it though itself. like there's a lot of components and features like it's a for for a handheld game it is absolutely massive the amount of features yeah it's it, it's it's this customization you can do on it like it's like it, it, it really it, it really is mixing in elements of Harvest Moon in Animal Crossing. That's the because best it, way to do it. Yeah, because the title give the title gives it away. It isn't about um, it isn't about about the job system. It's about the way the job system feeds into this quote unquote fantasy life that you that you begin to lead. Yeah. One, one uh, choice that you make impacts a lot of the other el- gameplay elements that exist in the game. It's it's not it's not inclusive. It's, it's uh, ex- exclusive. Sorry. But on the flip side, the combat's kind of simple because you can see that they wanted to not make it too difficult for Animal Crossing people. And so, in in that alone, I can see that not. Making I feel like this game would have been a perfect iOS game like it would have been a freaking awesome but well like, they did i mean the game is for a younger audience so i mean they can't make it i mean i would i wouldn't be surprised if it came to ios you know it's nintendo published it so i doubt it yeah nintendo published oh the first in the long line of nintendo games coming to ios at a time near okay i've just cut fantasy life it, it, it hurts me a little no, bit no i'm so yeah right but i can't fantasy life before pokemon really i'd cut it Shit, so, dude, I shot fucking fired. Oof. So we got we got that cut. I still think we should cut Terra. I I think I think Pearsola should go because before that because I, you know what? Because oh, for the same reason for the same reasons we discussed in indie, it is sort of a game that's been around the block a few times. Well, I mean, come on. If it's not going to win in indie, if it's if you can't even get into runner up, runner up in indie, it's not going to. I don't think we, with a so I, I would not like discount it at all just because it didn't. Make I was gonna it say there. because we've but, got the the other the, the other two that are in indie are also in big screen, so you know. Yes, because it looks good on a big screen, evidently. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. But yeah. Uh, okay. So now the list is Persona yeah, Q, gonna... Bravely Default, Pokemon, Terra Battle. Cut Pokemon. Say, I'm I'm with Cut Terra Battle. I cut Terra Battle because there are better 
RPGs yeah, on mobile. Yeah, I, I would say that and Pokemon, actually. Yeah. It's got Persona. Well, hang um, on. Like, Pokemon, it came out beforehand. Like, it's not something new. Okay, well, hang on. If, if we're saying that Bravely Default and Persona Q are going through... That means yeah. we're picking one out of Persona, right. out of out of Terra Battle or Pokemon, right? To I come put into Pokemon the... ahead of Terra Battle. I am with that. I stand with that. Because there's there's been better mobile RPGs this year, like Shadowrun, Banner Saga, Coach uh, Raven came out. Even if that's I not don't a think Banner Saga is very good, but it's better than Terra Battle. No, no, you that's just not. Out. <laughs> well, you can live in your world of wrong. There was there was some really good mobile RPGs this year. I I just especially Shadowrun. Well, uh, well why would really you? Let me put it like this: Why would you? Why would you choose Pokemon over Terra Battle? It's a better game. I would imagine they did a much more job. They they enhanced it and remade it. I mean, they put see new my argument. Repeat, uh, I'm, I, I couldn't care less about Pokemon, honestly, it's but remade. I, I have my, not played that game since Blue. That's my biggest flaw with it, is that it's a remade game. Have you played yes, it? Yes, I've played it. Oh, I'm asking. I'm not saying, here's, like... Here's, what, not here's what I'd say. Figures. I mean, what, what did Liz... Did Liz, Liz give uh, Pokemon a 7 or an 8? I know the numbers aren't I think she gave it a 7. 7. But, yeah... But all I'm saying is, just on a, on a raw level, we all follow the same scoring sa- scale on this site. If I was to sit down tomorrow and write out a Terra Battle review... I would give Terra Battle an 8. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would think, give, I I would think give Pokemon over, six or seven. over rating Terra I would, I would put Pokemon over Terra Battle because Terra Battle, for me, all I use it for lately has just been waiting till I get enough energy to recruit a new character. And then that's it goes back into... The app drawer at this point because I think the I thing just, for me is after it's, a while it's, it's trying something new where Pokemon is the same old. It's, I, I, it, I, and it's literally the same. That's true. To be really fair, it is, it's really the literally same. Literally the same. I've heard with Terra Battle, now I've not gotten this far. It's that the whole stamina thing becomes a little more egregious. Like it becomes more upfront and more obtuse. So it becomes more obstructive with well, the experience. Well, I think I think it, it depends before. how much time you've got. Like if you've got nothing fucking better to do, then then then, then play that game in in huge sessions. Then yeah, for me, you know, it, it's not something. You know, if I'm going to play a game in a huge session, I sit down with something more meaty. For me, yeah, just I mean... doing a, a, a quick. Like okay, when you get when you get to the end game, you, you're in the region of like nearly a hundred, uh, nearly a hundred stamina, and uh, the average story mission takes. You have a hundred stamina. I need to see how much I stamina. Well, because it goes up. It goes up as you fair, That's every mobile game, though. Every mobile game, as you play no, more, it takes more time to for things to. No, win. no, no, no. I'm saying the opposite with Terra Battle. You know, it, I don't think it really ramps. It gives you more stamina, but apart from. The average story mission, for instance, at the end, towards the end game, is what somewhere around the, the 15 stamina mark, and you've got nearly 100. And then they do have things like if you're going to go and do something big, uh, like battle Odin to try and recruit Odin, um, that might cost you 40. But that's the whole point of those fights is that they yeah it gives you choices. I mean, there's bigger rewards too. There's bigger like... rewards. So yeah. you suck at it, and you know, fuck, I lost all my stamina. But you can play yeah, this and hard, route. It's gonna yeah. take longer. But at the same time, is that if we're calling it like the best small screen RPG experience, it's that would you say Pokemon? I'm not saying it's going to win this category. I'm just saying I think it's better than Pokemon. 
I was I, I was yeah, revisiting Liz's word. review, and uh, she based she mentions that Pokemon, you know, being a a, a, a it's just a, a remaster, or remake, or whatever, that it doesn't it does doesn't hide some of the problems, you know, that the older games had, in terms of them being ten years old now. Like uh, she mentions the pacing and the the routes being long and things like that. So. So just to make sure, I was like, Simon, you played the Pokemon. Yeah, I played it. I haven't finished like I haven't finished everything, but I have played it. Yes. Have you have you played Terra yeah, Battle? Yeah, played Terra Battle. How do you? How would you compare the two? I told you, like, I think if I were to review it, and if, I hate doing numbers, but if you, you said eight, yeah, but what does that mean? Just, uh, just Terra Battle is a much more new, complete, unique experience, uh, and offers something different that's on the mobile. I don't think it's as revolutionary as you know. I don't want to. I don't want to tread back to what we discussed in the other session, but like, yeah, you want to put on a pedestal. Yeah, I don't want to put on a pedestal, but it is better than Pokemon. Pokemon, it stays tried and true to what it does well, and not only that, but it really relies on its original Ruby and Sapphire release roots. Like, it really is like if there's remasters, there's a this is a glorified remaster, and I it's really hard for me to take it take it any other way. Like, I can't. I can't take this seriously when Terra Battle is something else, or something new. For me, for, will, for, for me, I've that, I've played yeah. them both, but it was you know, Pokemon is is um, it's not like Terra Battle actually. It's, it's I think it's easy to say, well, you know, a lot of mobile games have done the stamina stuff and the energy stuff well, but. I think it's the first Japanese game and the first RPG to do that kind of stuff well, which both of which I think is significant. I think it's an interesting combination of kind of the standard um, puzzle game sort of mechanics that suit mobile with the tropes of RPGs where you are, you know, in the late game, you're thinking about skills um, in a very RPG way. You're thinking about, you know, in a sort of uh, Final Fantasy job system way. Okay, this character has three jobs. What skill am I going to bring from the first job into the third job, and that kind of thing, which is 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 different from mobile. And th- the main thing I can say is, you know, I, I went and bought Pokemon and played probably about seven or eight hours, and then got bored because it is the same as everything I've experienced before. Um, I do. I I don't want to like discount it because I've seen people play it, and it they did a great job with the look of that game like just walking around in that more the 3d world and looking at how the effects of the world the art in that game is really well done um i would i do but if you take off i like do the i do game, i do think that like, i do think that terra battle you know I, 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 it's kind of between terra battle and pokemon and having not been into pokemon since i was in my elementary school days yeah I would probably put Terra Battle. Terra Battle is, is a very good game. I just, I just hear this is how I would put uh, it. Terra Battle not. is a 2013 Mercedes E350 whatever model is. Um, what are we doing with analogies? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it's a new Pokemon. car. It's it's a new car. It's a very new car. Whereas Pokemon is it's it's like an oh, oh, uh, a 1999 Honda Lexus Civic. with a with a fresh coat of paint. Like that's all it is. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna get shots for this. <laughs> I'm gonna get so much shit for this, but like that's that's really what it is. Like there's I mean, some that, that there, whatever. Sense. Huh? I, I, the analogy is sensible, <laughs> not outrageous. I understand. 
I so basically okay. Let's let's just let's just decide it now. Let's be, like, let's, I mean, let's be fair. Home. We're talking about third place here. Right. That's that's kind of what it's I was going to move on. Is that you know it sounds like Terrabottle is going to be number three. So let's let's put it there. I don't think anyone's really right. propping up Pokemon anyway. Anyway, so who's the, what's the what's the point? It's, Liz, if she was here, I'm sure she would basically agree with what you guys are saying anyway. Right, based on her review. So, yeah. yeah, based on her own review, she'd be, like I said, <clears throat> different towards Pokemon, the new one. I mean, maybe the next Pokemon will do something radical. Who knows? Uh, but I, I personally, I think they did a great job, even if I'm not a fan, really, of that series. So, um, Talk about that tech and spin We'll move off. on. Pokemon. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's Pokin or whatever Pokin. it's called. Pokin. It is Pokin. 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 Tekken oh, sucks God. anyway. Tekken yeah. does suck. Juggling. I agree. Not Thank South Juggling. Juggling off for days. Well, I'm a Street Fighter player, so fuck Tekken. You'll miss. You'll you'll probably recruit Chloe when she comes yeah. over here. Alright, so got that. We come to the real meat of the argument. <laughs> of course, let's talk about Chloe and her. No. Y'all know Zach that you're gonna main that character. <laughs> I did main platinum in Blasblue, so anyway. See, I knew you played so, Blaze Blue, so Yeah. So we got that, number three, and now it's between Persona Q and Bravely Default. I'd say Bravely Default seems I'd like say Bravely Default, default by like Persona Q. But it's very close. Like there are so many things Persona Q does well. But there's also there's also a few bombs things with... that Persona Q and Bravely Default don't do well. Yeah, well, I mean, I heard yeah. the second half of Bravely Default kind of okay, so Default does a lot of things wrong compared to Persona Q, but there's a lot more varied ideas and that are really good in Bravely Default that makes it a better game. It's not true. It takes the traditional I... RPG and turns it on. Does that make sense, I guess? Because yeah, I, I feel like they, they, they both play it sort of safe, to be fair. Um, you know, I don't... It does. It's because Bravely Default is more about the roots. Persona Q just takes the best of Atrium Odyssey and injects Persona into it, from what I've understand of it. I, I think that it's just a very big. This is more of a genre, of, uh, not a genre, but like the game that that subgenre problem, the dungeon crawler problem, is that Persona Q. There's a. I feel like there's a very clear line between you are doing now gameplay. Here is everything else, and it just doesn't feel like it meshes well. Whereas there's a really clear divide, yeah. Yeah, there's a very clear divide. Here is, oh, your gameplay? Okay, now um, move a couple steps, move into the next room. Here's a story. Watch for five minutes, you know, because you need that break, uh, uh, pace broken a bit with something new to mix it up. Okay, and you're going to do more dungeon crawling. Maybe you go back to the shop and whatnot. It just, it just doesn't feel like it meshes I'll well. This, okay, I wanna... Is that not the way that Persona is designed anyway? You know, Persona with its sure. Its, I mean, its yeah, sure, sure. I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's a problem with that kind of subset, subset genre. That's what okay, I'm saying. It's a problem. <laughs> These are supposed to be our games. We're talking about the top top spots, right? Well, yeah. I want to I want to start with the things that I like about both games. You know, rather than the criticisms, which there are certainly several. Okay, fair. So, fair yeah, Bravely Default. Uh, it, you know, game game mechanics wise, it you know starts with the job system. It's kind of like a spiritual successor to Final Fantasy V in some ways. You know, similar, you know, job system. You have a main class, you have a subclass that you can use abilities from, and you know, in this you level up the jobs, you level right, up the jobs, jobs level up kind of independently of your character, and kind of the meat of the you know the enjoyment, at least in my view, is that you have a you have a party of four, and you kind of have to come, you have to you have to coordinate your party 
with a various set of jobs that complement each other, you know. And the sub-abilities, and the abilities. Right, and the sub-abilities and the weapons, you know, having all these things complement each other to build your, basically, your, your strategy and how you approach battles and bosses and things like that. Um, so that's there's kind a of lot the of cool... pre-game. There's a lot of pre-battle elements that you right. have to take into account. That's... While we're talking about that, one of my favorite parts of the game was actually the extra boss battles in the later parts of the game. Yes, that, yeah. they're kind of like challenge battles in a sense, where you're fighting a group of the bosses from the earlier parts in the game, and you kind of have to figure out how to counter them uh, by your party setup. You know, in fact, even if you're level 99, uh, which to be quite honest isn't that hard to get to in this game. Um, you have you, you're not going to win if you're not coordinated Prepared. well, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 a lot of preparation where it's sort of different, but it's preparation in the same sense that you're doing in like Shin Megami Tensei Four. It's a lot of pre-game, like right. like before yeah. you go into it, you're like, shit, what do I need to fucking do? Right. It's kind of a, it's 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 more of a meticulous level of strategy. And then not not talking about mechanics, but it also has a great, fantastic soundtrack as we decided yes. on earlier. Um, it's got that art style that is reminiscent of kind of earlier Final Fantasy, but also in that, uh, I don't know what you call it, chibi. Not really chibi, but... It's cute. It's, 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 well, it's super it's deformed. Very artistic. It feels very painterly. Yeah, it's got that deformed kind of like fantastic art style. You know, it's not realistic. It's not Nomura. Uh, <laughs> I, I, think, I think visually, though, like the style, the background of the city and stuff like that, it's not something you see now nowadays. It anymore. has a really, uh, it has a really painterly look. That's the word I would yeah, use. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it, you don't see that nowadays anymore, like at all in RPGs. You you see the flat textures. You see very, um, very like meticulous um, details and stuff like that. But you, you really don't see a game using art assets the way you see in Bravely Default at all. And I'd say, you know, if if we talk about art specifically, I think. Uh, Bravely Default hides and makes use hides the limitations of and makes use of the hardware um, in a much better way than uh, than Persona does. If I'm definitely. honest, definitely. That's that's I don't. Oh, that's visually, it's sad. That's, um, not, that's not hard to uh, disagree with, or it is hard. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. um, now the the one criticism that Bravely Default, you know gets often is that the second half you know it, because of a design choice i guess you end up having narrative to design it's, it's more of a narrative design problem oh, than yeah it is. you you have to repeat you know dungeons three or four times uh, just based on the way that the the narrative works and it's 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 tedious i remember it taking kind of you know a whole afternoon uh a couple of hours to get through this you know repetitive part and it wasn't it was not fun um, now does that how how much does that drag the game down? That, yeah, that's that's my question because that's 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 my only problem. With I mean, the, the, game. the gameplay, of course, remains pretty great for a job turn-based party turn-based party-based job system. The music remains great and things like that. It's just this weird decision to have to redo things, uh, the dungeons. Um, I think they just tried to like arbitrarily just drag it out so they could be right. like, oh, yeah, this is like, you know, such and such hour-long RPG. Now, Do you really think that's what it is? I think I, I think they literally just went a little bit too overboard on the story, and they're like... Right. The, I, I think it's kind of both. Like, it does 
uh, it does tie into how the story works, which, to be quite honest, I don't think the story is a strong point in this game. It's But it's not offensive either, though. Right, I don't think it's, like, yeah. uh, awful, but it's just not really the strength. But it, it, that decision was, I think, largely based in how they wanted the story to work out. So, um, now you can turn the... Uh, the battle rate down <laughs> zero, um, which it still takes quite a bit of time to get through it. Just literally, just the act of going to the dungeons and going to the end uh, of four times in like three or four dungeons each. But I think that was a nice feature because you don't see games do that. I think the could, could you imagine doing that in the like the original release in Japan? Oh God, no! Oh God, no! <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think that's but also. The, Sorry, fact that they, the fact that they added that, I think, speaks a lot to their uh, to do. their design. I, I don't know how much of that was Nintendo. To be fair, I, I think that feels like a very Nintendo thing for them to look at that and say, "Yeah, you, you've got to you've got to add this." Um, but it's a really good feature. Yeah, it's. I, it's I think that design. I think that design speaks volumes that they oh. knew what they were sort of going for. I feel like though. One thing uh, I didn't mention earlier was the whole brave and default system. Adding uh, this, should, I should have mentioned this earlier, but it's not just like a copy, copy pasted job system from, like Final oh, Fantasy V, cool. because it does have that braving and defaulting, you know, system where you can. Uh, it's an your, extra resource to manage in battle. You're not just using your magic points. You have to waste an entire turn. Use it. Uh, certain moves use it, and also just, you know, that risk reward type of idea where you can get a lot of extra attacks in. You know, but at the expense of having you're trading away basically future attacks to use them now type of thing. I know uh, I when I was playing a couple times, like I was in a one particular boss battle, and it was like very towards the end, and I had a couple of brave points stocked, um, and I'm like, okay, I think I have enough uh, damage to take him out, and so I used all my brave points and I attacked, and of course he's still alive by like a slipper health. Like, like fuck, I miscalculated. Like four or five. He just wipes me, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Here's yep. the thing, I don't, and and, and hearing you guys, because obviously it came out in Europe a little bit earlier, so it's been quite a bit longer since I played it, but hearing you guys talk about this and having recently played Persona, uh, as much as I love Persona Q and as much as I love the characters and stuff, I, I couldn't talk this passionately about Persona Q, uh, whereas even just hearing you guys talk about Brady Default, even though I played it like 13 months ago, is reminding me and making me. It gets me so God. giddy. The game I, came I out a long time wait. ago for you guys. Like Final Fantasy Fiesta Five is gonna happen forever, but like I wait the day like people really truly experience this game and like use this as a basis for doing really cool runs, especially because you can use the encounter rate to control some stuff. Like there's some really neat ideas that you can do with it. Right. Just... And okay, and, and the, the multiplayer, not multiplayers, like the um, oh yeah, that feature is awesome. Like you're screwed like like you can't beat this boss you have a crush you can use um another player's like special move to like wipe a boss like literally went KO them it's a little and... bit you know it's a little bit unbalanced but it's, yeah it's kind of sure. a, I mean, it's, but... it's optional but it's it's just kind of a nice little thing like you know oh i'm friends with kaios 90 I, i'm going to use his ring of bells samurai attack <laughs> you know oh it's so shitty and, and, and <laughs> And even and it's even just kind of a couple of like silly things like you can name the attack whatever you want. Um, I remember uh, you can choose the dialogue, right? You can you can like change change what they say and change the attack name. Just kind of silly things like that. Yeah, you um, can customize what effects the special moves really do, which is which is neat. I, I remember I remember uh, 
some, uh, summoning someone's uh, Agnes's archer ability, and they like they named it a pun instead of unacceptable, which is the word what she says all the time. They're like unacceptable, you know. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <Holy> just, <laughs> which is kind of a clever pun, but it's just it's kind of it's just kind of a neat little thing. Um, the more but, that I think about it, the more so, that I think this. That, 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 that sounds like we got to win. Let me talk about. Let me talk about yeah, Persona you, you, a little you, bit. You also reviewed Persona, so yeah, I mean, right. I've played it, but talk. Yeah. So Persona, I'll start with the things I like about it, and the reason why it belongs in the top three. Uh, unlike some of the other more recent Persona games, it offers quite a bit in terms of the player agency, in terms of what you can do. Uh, kind of like the job system in Bravely Default, you have a lot of characters to work with. You, like 14, and you have to pick five of them to put together. Um, and yeah, so each, yeah, e well, each character has their own strengths and weaknesses, and you know what they are good at uh, and what they're useful for. Um, so that's that's right. Too. So that's one element of things you have to consider. Then each character can be given a sub persona to you know modify their abilities, give them more abilities, and things like that, which is pretty different from like Persona 3 and 4, which you can only really do that with your main character. You can um, offset some of the weaknesses like certain characters have, which are right. really nice. Um, and with that, so kind of like what I was saying about party coordination and Bravely Default, there's an element of that too in Persona Q in terms of who you choose and what personas you have on them. Um, and so there's a lot of combinations you can put together. Um, so there is this level of strategy um, there as well. I think the dungeon yeah. crawling, I think the dungeon crawling is solid. Um, now, I haven't actually played any of the Etrian Odyssey games, but I have played uh, SMT Strange Journey, which is also kind of a Etrian Odyssey uh, blueprint. Game as well? oh, yeah, I, I did play Demon Gaze. I played Dungeon Crawlers, just not Etrian Odyssey. Right. Um, but I, I think the dungeon crawling is, you know, solid. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, puzzles. Um, the, the, one, one, one interesting thing that I, uh, from what I gather, is different from Etrian Odyssey is the, the use of these FOE enemies. Not only do they kind of work as extra challenging bosses, you know, that you can optionally fight, but they also work as puzzles that you have to surpass in the dungeon. So that's kind of a neat, you know, element there. Um, so I think the dungeon calling is solid. I think the battle system, uh, you know, this player agency is a very high positive point. Um, but I guess if I had to pick one thing that I didn't like about it, uh, and I didn't really realize this until I, until I was reading what other people kind of did, uh, is that the game is not very well balanced. Uh, there's kind of two things to mention. Uh, you get magic attacks and physical attacks, but there's not very much reason at all to focus on magic. It's just underpowered and overshadowed by physical abilities. Right, and the resources cost a lot. Right, that, that, that's, huh. a, that's, a big, that's a big reason for it. So, like, it's, while the option is there in terms of player agency, in terms of what you can do, there's really, you're kind of handicapping no yourself. to do it. Yeah, you're handicapping right. yourself for doing that. And also, like, some things are just overpowered significantly, and not, not you know, some hard-to-come-across combination of things, because in any game like that, you can usually break it somehow, but status effects like poison are they they break the game kind of easily and simply yeah <laughs> like they work on bosses really well the, too. apparently the final boss you can use panic on which is basically confusion which basically will destroy him yeah and, you can kill it you can make it kill itself like the hell and like even i i remember the final actually 
the the kind of the, the boss you can fight after the main game. It's it's Elizabeth, um, final fight. Like I remember, I basically just stuck poison on her and I just defended for, uh, huh. a while yeah. and then I win. So, uh, there's just a couple of balance things that I think. Well, like well, bravely default, you can certainly come together with parties that are you know really broken. <laughs> well, yeah. That's the thing. Whenever you offer so many different permutations of how you can put these, how you can coordinate the parties, you're bound to come with, up with some combination that's just hard to, that just steamrolls everything. But I think Persona Q is a little bit more fault at fault with that. I um, think part of that has to do with design. I sort of want to talk about, like, I sort of want to dial back to the weak, like, magic. Like, you said yeah. it was sort of weak, and, it, you know, there's really no option to use it. And the thing is, like... Um, Magic is useful in like exploiting weaknesses. I think that's right. that's the point of magic in all the persona persona games really. Uh, yeah, especially it's to get them knocked down and then, yeah, yeah, it's to get them knocked down. And they they actually have a really clever way. I thought it was absolutely smart once I uh, once I figured out why they really had sub personas give grant extra MP is because yeah. you can use the MP and it regenerate it regenerates the amounts of the the MP that the sub persona has for the next fight. Yeah, the so problem is, is that the magic people. still costs too much, so you can only use one round of that magic really effectively, and everything else costs so much. So, like, it's a good des- design decision, but there's they, they take they, it's a good step forward, but they take two steps back in just making things work. And like for the couple of to, to jump onto that uh, physical skills, uh, there's several that have an element attached to them, so. Rather than using, you know, Agidine, they'll use a Fire Slash, which uses H, or HP instead of SP. But HP is so much easier to regenerate. Because um, you can kill. Yeah. 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 So it's... I do, I do think there's a, a, little, a couple of balance issues like that. And another thing... Just inherent with the series, basically, because Persona Four and Three both do that. Right. Well, well I mean, I mean, there it was there was more da- definitely there was definitely more danger in using um in using HP attacks in the original Persona series than here. Right. Yeah, because you die. No, no, no. It's because the amount of health it gives you in the game from sub Personas is so much greater than it is MP and also, anything. And also, oh. physical attacks in the earlier Persona games they didn't have elements attached to them, so. It really, it was not very often that you could hit a weak spot with them. So you were just kind of hoping for criticals. Whereas in this game, like, oh, just use a fire slash, and every single time it'll, it'll boost your character. Um, right. So it's, boost, it's not exactly which boosting is a cool mechanic, by the way. Boosting is, a, I think, is really neat because it. Right. Yeah, I think Persona Q does a lot of things well. It might sound like we're harping on it a bit. Yeah. Well, but, so I mean, the, so bottom line. But, Persona Q or Bevy Default. It's bravely default, like, but I, I do me, want to speak to this one thing about boosting. It's another instance where it's one step forward and two steps back. Um, you you have so many opportunities to boost, but so many enemies have AOE attacks that makes the boost completely moot point. Sometimes you're like, why do I even have this? Like especially especially late in the game. Yeah, like I'm I'm, I'm never I I never get to use it. Like the hell, it's so annoying. Well, I'd imagine with the boosting, it's at the end of the battle, you get the bonus. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Boosting is uh, when you use a weakness or you do a critical attack. I thought it's that if, if you get boosted, then if your party gets boosted, then they, they get a bonus. At well, the they end get a bonus at the end of the battle. Yes, but like, it's, yeah. it's the in-game battle. It's the in-battle mechanic that really matters. And so, like, just, for example, oh. for example, but in the well, middle for example, of the battle, one of the characters I used a lot was Yukari. She was a mage, she's a mage-type character. 
and healer. And like, okay, so this 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 enemy is weak to wind, so I'm gonna do Garudine, uh, which is their wind attack, and I'm gonna do a lot of damage, but it does take that that basically eat up my SP that I'm getting from my sub persona. Um, and now she's boosted, which means she, if she stays boosted, I can use Garudine again at no cost, which is which is great. But by the end of the game, you know, 80% of the time, somebody has an AOE attack and is gonna hit her, and that'll remove it. That'll remove the boost, so I kind of have to spend points again to use Gyrodyne again, and that kind of ties into... You can't do that consecutively. You can't do that for multiple battles. You can do that, you can, you can do that like three or four times, and that's it. And so by the next battle, you're out of SP, and that's that. You, that probably just helps in early part of the game, but then towards the end I of mean, the it doesn't even really help in the beginning of the game either. Like, it's a good design idea. They just have other stuff that clashes with that design idea. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention, this I actually didn't really think about this until we're talking about these two games in tandem, but Persona, it, like, once you beat the game, there's, like, once you beat the main game, there's barely anything else to do. So you, you beat the final boss, and I think there's, like, one more boss you can take on, which is not really a challenge. Like I said, I just use poison. Um, and that's it. Whereas Bravely Default has all these extra challenge battles that are totally optional, that are in my opinion, the best part of the game, um, game in terms of the battles. Um, so Bravely Default definitely has an edge in terms of this post-game, quote, con uh, content. I mean, not even a post-game. Replayability, well, Bravely Default trumps Persona Q. Sure, you can say there's multiple party combinations, but to be perfectly honest, there are a lot of characters that sort of overlap, and the differences are sort of minute, right. maybe, you know? So yeah, I I did think that actually throughout that game that like why would I use Akihiko in comparison to maybe I don't know like what's a good equivalent Kinji maybe Kanji? No. yeah I know why Aaron would use yeah or Kanji like like what? Oh, yeah. like sure Akihiko, you can say it's different Akihiko moves or whatever my but MVP. hey hey now <laughs> by the way Akihiko is actually broken in that game right. just saying like his counter move is ridiculous <laughs> and his strength and speed. Right. Don't judge. Just give him give him link moves with Gemini, and he will literally just destroy things by himself. It's dumb and broken. Like, okay. I, so, I actually did. So. I actually didn't use many link moves. You know, I didn't really realize how broken they can be. I mean, that's that's part of the fun, I think, in both games like this and Bravely Default, is you when you just come up with well, finding a combination that is broken is kind of fun. But, you know, it's not so fun if you just look up online and, you know, someone's like, oh, if you put all these moves together, then you can break the game. Like, and that's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of discovering your own combinations as part oh, of yeah, the fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, so let's let's move on then. So it, it sounds clear winner, Bravely Default wins, runner-up, Persona I, I Q. Both Persona Q and Bravely Default, I think they're both they're, they're both very easy to recommend for RPG yeah. fans. It's a very close. Um, very I, close. I, I, and they both have their some great strength. And they both have some, you know, weird faults, but I think just really default is just a little bit edges it out. Especially, especially. So, okay, so the, I can uh, get behind that. You got I that? can get behind that. Oh, yeah, it sounds especially. like you guys, obviously, the strengths and weaknesses to both. And Persona fans obviously got the clear choice, but uh, I think we had two great. I mean, I think they definitely RPGs are the one and two in this category. Yeah, so we got those two, and then Terra Battle, bring it up the rear, as it were, for number three spot as the uh, third runner up. Or the second runner-up, I guess it would be better to put. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's move on to our next category. Our final best full category. Big screen. It's okay. The other, final, other categories. A final normal categories. Best big screen RPG, which is 
I mean, I'm going to expect something going on I would say the console RPG offering this year was sort of disappointing. We got a lot of nominations. Yeah, we got a lot of of stuff on this list, but I think what will happen is there'll be a lot of stuff that's cut very quickly. Yes. And then we'll be left with... Uh, we'll be left with uh, Dragon Age Inquisition and South Park, probably. We'll be left with five or so that I think are going to be tighter. So on this list is, uh, as you just said, Dragon Age Inquisition, South Park, The Stick of Truth. Transistor makes a return. Uh, Wasteland 2 on the PC. Divinity Original Sin. Uh, Child of Light. Uh, Diablo 3 Ultimate Edition. Uh, specifically on the consoles, but also just the expansion in general. Um, two of the uh, at the uh, games. Um, I didn't know there was there was, the, there was two this year. What? Okay. Yes. Uh, Dark Souls 2. Um, Disgaea 4. Wait. Uh, that wasn't wasn't Disgaea Four Vita. It was a remaster. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a port. But it was an it was an it was a it was a it was an enhanced remaster included. Get that content. shit out of here. That's gone. We'll we'll talk about it. Let's continue. Okay. Um, Dark Souls Two, uh, and Tales of Exilia Two. <laughs> I like how you just immediately deleted Valkyria Chronicles. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I saw that can, happening. Can but... we remove all like? Not port, but like game, like re-releases from that list, possibly. Uh, well, let's 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 talk about what we want to cut. I think. Well, well okay. are, there, are there any are there any games that are obviously in our top three? Like, I Dragon, Dragon Age, Age Dark Souls, South Divinity. Park. I've got to be honest. I I can't see this list without Dragon Age and South Park on the top three. I completely agree. I'd put Divinity. I'm putting Dark Souls up there. Oh yeah, Dark Souls. But that's too, what yes. I mean. I, I think the debate there. for that third is going to be hot. But Again, I, it's can't, be the same I, thing I as cannot handheld. see this list without South Park or it's Dragon gonna, Age. It's going to be fascinating. It's going to be the same situation as handheld. I can't see this list without South Park or Dragon Age, to be honest. I agree. I I, I, I would agree with that. And I'll explain why. Um, Dragon Age is well, is is. Um, it's a really fascinating, interesting basis of which I think some of the most interesting um, RPGs of the generation are going to come from. Um, in that I think Bioware still got it. I think it's a really, really well-built answer to everything that people said about Dragon Age 1 and Dragon Age 2. Um, the world is absolutely enthralling. Like it's, I think it's really yeah. fun to explore the world. I think it does really good world-building, which not many RPGs nowadays, I feel do well think, and bioware does it well every single time for the most part so yeah and i think it has one key uh key flaw but i think that's a flaw that will be discussed when we come to discuss what the winner of this category is not yeah. if it makes the top three because i think it makes the top three anyway that's my opinion i completely and, agree and south park is just I, I would say south park is actually it goes up there in the same vein of, as Dragon Age Inquisition, to be perfectly honest. I, I'd probably argue that, but <laughs> so let's let's just let's just talk about first what we're cutting because I think it's easier well, for us to for, cut. For example, we have Transistor and Divinity on here. Divinity already beat Transistor in Indie. Yes, so... Transistor doesn't make the top three. No, I, I, I don't think I, I think we've cut Transistor. Uh, yeah, it's already it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. We've already great, yeah. great game. It's that. worth playing, but I don't think it can stand with these guys. I, I think we can also I, cut Tales of Exilia too. 
agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, uh, that that that. I still have to play it till the. That came up a few times. I feel like in the first set of uh, of of categories at some point it definitely came up in writing and there was a big long discussion about it and i feel like everything that was said about the writing in that game kind of bears true for it on the whole as well i I basically feel that it has a couple of you know bright spots but it has a lot of things that are just weird and bad (laughs) so it just doesn't i mean i liked it i mean i really enjoyed the game but i mean it's not it's not big screen of the year worthy yeah, it's definitely take, not that. I'll it's a good game. It's just not like a great game. It is better than a hard star, I'll though. Take, just saying. Yes, yes. I'll, yes. I'll take Verona. I'll take Verona plus out. By I think. Way. I so think both Rona. of those should go. I've got to be honest. I. I. I would. Yeah, I would agree. That one's just. That's gonna fight. No, that is a big guy. Asha and Laji. He's gonna fight for it. I I will say I wanna I wanna speak my Go piece ahead. about Eskenaji first though before you guys just me to cut it just because you're not into it. Uh, <laughs> I would say this is that hey, Eskenaji has. I didn't like it. <laughs> oh shit, man. Well, let me let me speak no. my piece. You guys spent like hours talking about games I can play. I have my piece about Eskenaji. <laughs> well, Go ahead, Zach. Huh? I think it's it's not giving the game enough credit for some amazing things that it does. So, for one thing, Eskenaji promotes an amazing crafting system that is very easy to get into. Um, it takes some time to, you know, figure out all the mechanics, the way it works, but the crafting system is very responsive. And this is coming from someone who, up until recently, hated crafting in RPGs. Like, I would look at it, for one moment and just turn away and just not even think about it ever again throughout the rest of the, t- the my time with an RPG and that goes all the way back to like Star Ocean 2 and all those other games where they try to make you craft stuff and I could not get into that stuff at all. Atelier Escalade is my first real uh, entry into the series and I had an amazing time with it. Um, and I also mentioned that the combat system in that game, oh my god is it fantastic. Like it's People talk about Final Fantasy X's battle system like it's something great. Uh, that takes that system and puts it, like injects it with steroids. Like the way that you have your entire party of six party members, they're all on the field. They're not like hiding in the background. They're all there. And with a simple button, I can have one of the members from behind come up and either protect uh, uh, my party member from being hit or take over their spot permanently. Uh, for then and then the person who gets rotated into the back recovers health and mana so that that way if I need them later they can come back in and it's got this great combo system where if you build up enough like support points in this bar that's on the side you can unleash like hell on earth like you can continue to go one after the other and it just keeps building and building and building uh, where each person brings out their own specific support attack until it just completely fills the screen with these amazing moves that just kind of all this bright like explosions and color and all this stuff that's just way over the top that I fell in love with. Um, I will say one thing, it's that without playing Atelier Asia uh, before, I didn't get the full breadth of the story, so I couldn't really you know engage with that. But I will say that with the combat system alone, if that system was in more games, I think this genre would be a, in a much better position. It just, it was very, very fun. 
So I'll, I'll just, I just want to mention that about that game, that I think that um, th those two things it does well, the crafting and the, com and, the, and the combat system is just among the best I've played in years, honestly. But, you know, you guys aren't going to back me up, so no, I'm definitely going to take that none of us, too. I don't think any of us have played it, but I will say that I have, yeah. heard, I have heard similar praise for the game from fans, so, uh, you know. Yeah. But I, so... I haven't played some of the games you guys were talking about, so I just want to oh. you know, make sure that you guys, that, that you know, people listening oh, to I this mean, understand I think, I think, that that's why I nominated I mean, I think them. it's worth considering. I mean, it's just kind of hard when only one of us five have played it. That's, it's my <laughs> job to try to convince you guys, but I don't think I'll win that well, battle. Well, I mean, so what, what else, what else do we have? <laughs> we have Dark Souls 2. Yeah, Dark Souls 2. So that Dark Souls 2 is, you know... Well, that's going to be, again, it's going to be a fight over. But let me kick out yeah, something else. Yeah, I think Darren's is on the positive train for that, right? And I said, well, yeah. Me too. I've, I've played it. I'm, this is my first oh, old game. Let me, let me, what the fuck, man? Let me, let me kick out something else. On a list where Divinity is also on the list, does Wasteland 2 yeah. still continue to stick around? I'd argue Divinity is a better game next. between that and Wasteland. Yeah. I was going to bring that up with Darren, but yeah. Because so, I, I think Wasteland's good, but I don't think that survives on this list. It's it's still it's still being worked on too. Yeah, so. it doesn't really. Yeah, okay. So actually, no, it didn't waste them too much. Yeah, out. it's fully out. It, it, yeah, it didn't make mind. nearly as much of a splash as Divinity did. I think it made more of a splash. I think it sold more. Well, it did. It did. Yeah, it was. But it's, it's, yeah, it's very popular. But everyone's everyone's waiting for Torment, and that's that's going to be the game. Okay. I've really, heard a know. lot more, you know, conversation about Divinity, um, just around. So it's. I think it's just because it was a surprise, but Wasteland 2 has definitely got more people we, we, playing We've made because of its uh, reputation as being Fallout 3. Wasteland 1 is was a great game, so yeah. Okay, we've made good. some cuts. So now that brings us down to Dragon Age Inquisition, South Park The Stick of Truth, Divinity Original Sin, Child of Light, uh, Diablo 3 Ultimate Edition, or Ultimate Evil Edition, whatever it was called, um, Dark Souls 2. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's. I'll call it Child of Light and Diablo 3. Yeah, I'll cut Child of Light. I mean, I reviewed it. I liked it, you know, quite a bit. But uh, kind of like Transistor, it's, it just feels... It, it's, a, it's a really fun, just, like, game to play, you know, if you have some free time on a weekend just to kind of go through it. But, like, it doesn't really have any lasting, you know, appeal. Or... Looks, I think the main thing... You know, looks is, great. There, is there a replayability? Got on there, I haven't played it. Is there a lot of replayability into the it's game? Because I heard... Actually, there's probably like no replayability. Yeah, it's really okay. just no. Uh, it's it's. it's like, yeah. I I beat it. It's kind of more of like an experience game, just to kind of play yeah. through it. You know, it's got it's got some unique ideas and styles. You know, it's very pretty. Um, I think it's kind of a solid. Yeah. You know, coming from a small team at Ubisoft, I think it's worthwhile. But I don't. It doesn't belong in this conversation. The the nicest thing about it is the way it looks and feels and the attitude behind it all, really. And. Mm -hmm. So I think that can go. Okay. And on the subject of Diablo, um, this is the I fight that I could... To Diablo, and, and I think it deserves to be cut, but I sort of want to well, speak well, to the game. Alex, you played it too, right? I, I, I reviewed it, and I thought it was a great, um, you know, improvement on everything that came before and all that kind of stuff. Um, and this is a fight that I can absolutely sense that we'll have with Eren next year, which is ultimately that um, that is an expansion pack. And so it probably doesn't sit on this list. Wait, but Reaper of Souls came out this. That Reaper of Souls came out the same year. Oh yeah, it did. Of course it did. It was just an yeah, incredible. Yeah, so I'm saying that's I, like I Reaper of Souls. Like I review Reaper of Souls. Reaper of Souls was great. Like I freaking loved the game. 
was fantastic. Um, but I don't think it deserves to stay on the list necessarily. Well, so we've kind of decided that Dragon Age and South Park are in the top our top three. So well, it's top or, five or, or top whatever. Well, I mean, but it's staying. It's staying. What are you saying? We haven't. We haven't. I mean, we're, we're going to eventually get down to three, and I, well, I think we decided, or at least we're pretty certain it, that Dragon Age and South Park are going to be in there. It would be I an mean, upset, we, I think. It would be a surprise, put it that way. If well, if I could honestly argue that Divinity still. could be there over South Park. Right. I would say Divinity is number one, but that's Ooh. just me. <laughs> I'll put, I'll See, I'm going ahead of Dragon I've Age. Be, I've got to be honest. In 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 the break that we had, um. I've been thinking very, very hard about South Park versus Dragon Age, and there's a there's a, a very interesting debate about um, RPG design and 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 brevity between those two games. In that South Park is just a a perfectly pitched experience that lasts pretty much the perfect amount of time. It's, you know, 20, 25 hours. It never, the combat never gets old. It never stops being funny. Um, you know, there's a decent spread of content throughout. You know, you're constantly being rewarded new summons every X number of hours. It, it's all very well spread out. It's like a good theme park ride. Like... Yeah. Um, Dragon <laughs> Age, Dragon Age almost has no respect for your time. Like, it's like, you know... But I think fuck those you, are. Oh, fuck you! I've got I've got so much content, and for <laughs> me personally, you know, I, I really enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed Dragon Age a lot. But I, I actually maybe liked South You're Park doing... a little I bit. I think those more. are two very different design directions, though. Like Dragon Age is meant to have a like Dragon Age has uh, has a recognizable world in the sense that yes, there were two games before it. But it's a game. It's a it's a world that you're supposed to be immersed in, and then that you're not necessarily supposed to be familiar with. And you take the time to learn the stuff, to really get to know the lingo. Uh, but, 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 but 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 here's would, the thing, you know, I think I had as much fun exploring South Park and Canada. Um, but was that was that <laughs> as, as, as I did, that as game, I did like... exploring Vegas, To be honest. So the question sure, but is, that's your exposure to the license, though, right? Like well, you... no, I don't think it's to do with that. It's just like the way it's a current. It's because the thing is, you know, I would the, say the writing is immaculate. Park... I think that's why it's good. Is the writing well, is immaculate? In South the Park, good. Right, we we already decided that South Park has won our writing a writing award. Yeah. Um, now, so there's definitely a clear difference in the pacing and length of these two games. Would we say that the pacing slash length of South Park suits that better? Then the pacing of length of Dragon Age suits that. I think Dragon I'd Age has so. a huge amount of potential to outstage Welcome. Uh, I, I, as someone who spent 25 hours in Dragon Age and I've not gotten a Skyhold yet, but spent like 15 hours with South Park, I think it was about before I beat that game. I definitely felt like Alex said that it, it, you know, it consumes your it life. It thanked me for my time while I was playing it. Like, it was, it, it really, it made sense. Like, I spent as much time as I wanted to in that game. As you said, it didn't overstay its welcome. I felt like with Dragon Age, it was trying to, like, grab at things to get find me things I, to do. A lot of it felt like filler. And it just felt like the, it was at, at, at it's a the while. Pe it's, it's the yeah. Peter Jackson problem, right? Of, of, yeah, of yeah. you know, I, I, I probably spent five times as much time 
with with um, Dragon Age as I did with South Park, and I adored Dragon Age very, very much, as my review and stuff indicates. But um, South Park is actually probably the more memorable experience to me in every sense. I mean, I think it's Paper Mario-esque combat. Um, it's just... I mean, fuck, you know, the props have to be given to Obsidian, who, you know... We were asked to make a sale. We were approached by Trey and Matt directly because that was how it happened. They approached a studio and then they went and found a publisher. And they said, yeah, we, the idea we have is to make it like Paper Mario. I mean, what the fuck? That is such a weird out there thing for that That, that is kind of, you know. I, th- I think we should also bring it back to the context of the award. It's best big screen experience. So on the big screen... Uh, the way it oh, looks, that game looks and the way it plays. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that. not fair to South yeah. Park because South Park's supposed to look like that. Well, I'm not dissing South Park. I think South Park looks amazing. I'm saying like we also have to consider like the context of the award is that on the big screen does South Park the or, way it... It's Like you said, it's watching an episode of South Park. So you're watching it on your TV. Kind of like, I mean, it's, it's obviously supposed to emulate that. Um, so wh- looking that and then versus Dragon Age that obviously is supposed to evoke... A more you know sharp fantasy feel with its you know. I, th- I think most people would argue. Crazy I think most people that would argue that really... the presentation in Dragon Age is great, but like South Park, you know, it had that extra you know hurdle of trying to emulate a TV show, and where yeah. you know in terms of like its uniqueness in its presentation, you know that they have they had to capture that. Whereas you know, so you Dragon Age, like, I look at screenshots. I, the... I look at screenshots, and I played Dragon Age, and like. For a while there, before I started playing it not long ago, um, I couldn't tell the difference between that and like an Elder Scrolls game because uh, it, it kind of it's that you know that that fantasy right. feel. The art, it's, the it's art the way style it looks. doesn't. I mean, it, the the game looks great, but the art style is not necessarily. It doesn't like. It doesn't stick out, I guess. Really, yeah, I, not not, I not think really. It's, I think it does uh, stick I, I, out. It's Bioware with an out of fantasy. Well, like, it's Dragon Age. It looks like a Dragon but, Age. But, I mean, to be thing. fair, I think going back, like, a lot of the callbacks to South Park, what makes it great is that it uh, it's a very good interactive playability of, like, the show. And I think that's I think that's a big fault to a degree because all, the reason why it's like that is not necessarily, I feel like, a design decision as it's so much it is a writing decision. And I think that's South Park's stronger suit, hence why we gave it, you know, best writing. And... A part of what makes a game game is it's the playability and there's so much content yes there's a lot of filler content right. in dragon age but the amount of replayability the amount of interaction the amount of world building writing and gameplay gameplay the amount of exploration you can do the cool sites you can see i mean i guess you can say they're very close to like the elder scrolls game but there's a lot of landmarks that are really neat and stand out um, there's a lot of historical value put into certain locales. Like, I think it matters. I think that I think that speaks to the scope and the actual like grandness of Dragon Age. That is far and far and above leaps and bounds better than than see something like South Park. Uh, the, when you said see, the, best the writing for South is... Park, the first thing I thought of was that he calls you Sir Douchebag when you try to put it's, your name in. That's the first thing that popped in my head. It's often the little things in South Park, though, like how the the the, yeah. the optional collectible is uh, is Chin Pokemon. Yeah, and, and it's such a perfect video gamey because it's it's a reference not only to an episode, a great episode of South Park, but also with the Nintendo reps who distract people with by saying they have a tiny penis. But the 
but it's also you know a great reference within video games itself and the game is so self-aware you know i think about the sequence when you're on the alien ship and it's forcing you to track back and forth between rooms and it's mocking it's mocking the fact that it's forcing you to track back and forth between rooms and it's mocking the fact that that's a trope in video games and then you start finding audio diaries and then you're listening to an audio diary of a guy going I don't know why I'm recording this when I'm mortally wounded. Oh, God, I'm dying. Why am I recording this again? <laughs> like, poking at Bioshock. But see, that's more writing than it is playability. It, it is, no, but it is but writing. But it's all the a... experience as well. And I think yeah, that's the cause... point that Dragon Age misses a lot of, is that its lore yeah. and its story is just everything Bioware has done before. Its story is literally every Bioware game ever done before. But You're that's the, the chosen main one. It's build the army. It, it falls into the same trap as well that once you do the mini quest for your followers it kind of or the people that you you party with it's they kind of fade into the right. background and so yeah. not enough work was done on fleshing that yeah, out a lot either of, oh. and so it's like fleshing out that world about the the characters in that story that you're trying to tell that's also a problem i think dragon age has perhaps we should maybe uh, I I mean, we still have a third spot for that we want to. Because I, because I, I do, because well, I almost. I'm going to prop that up as better because, than. Because this is the anyway. thing. I almost feel like the debate we're having now is actually the what wins debate rather right. than the. I don't even. I don't think so. I don't. I, I don't think so either. I think it's that South Park is in the is why it's why it's going to be top three. I I would personally. I think Divinity is a better game than. I'd Dragon put both person. Divinity and Dark Souls two above. Yeah, because we still have, we still have see, Dark Souls two and Diablo. Okay, so, so here's where oh. I stand on Dark Souls two, which is and it, 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 and I don't like Dark Souls and, two. And it's gonna be a it's gonna be a single sentence, which is why I don't think it should, I don't think it actually deserves to make this top three, which is that it's a worse game than Dark Souls one. Well, okay, I'm that, gonna I'm gonna that I'll, is a I'll, I'll, we're talking about the I would go beyond that. Say the design of Dark Souls two is questionable many times. I would say that. What do you mean? To be even more specific. I mean, the idea, it's the same sense that, like, it takes a step forward, but, like, two steps back. Like, a lot of, there's a lot more weapon, uh, weapons uh, in the game that you can use, but they don't really feel satisfying to really use them. Um, I think that's more of a subjective thing, though. Okay, fine, fair enough. Um, the cool, idea... Cool. But we, we should be speaking as, as ourselves. We're not talking about, like, what other people think about these games. It should be but No, but game. there are objective qualities to the game. Let's, so, like, um, yeah, but the let's, idea... Let's put that aside, though, yeah. Let's not talk about, like, what other people think yeah. about Dark Souls 2. The yeah, design, like, Simon, the obviously, design, it's your opinion on it. I want to hear I, it. I don't think this is uh, fair. I don't think anyone should do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, you, should, you should give the game for its own merits and really try to look rarely back on its sequel when judging like the objective qualities of the game because when you're judging the objective qualities of the game you're really judging the objective qualities of the game's franchise and its legacy so it's the design of dark souls one is immaculate like especially in map design and that's not the case here in dark souls 2 it's no. so no, I, I have not i have not played dark souls 2 can you be specific specific like what yes. why is There's the map lot design of, it's, it's more it's segmented it's very yeah. segmented. dark souls one was more of a world it's very yeah. segmented um you really have this idea of going back to Majula as a hub for two. And Majula is a hub where you can do a lot of things. You can level up, you can meet characters and stuff like that. In Dark Souls One, you didn't really have that. Um, you really felt like each fire, a bonfire you went from location to location, felt like a true checkpoint. Here, it just feels like 
Oh, great. I finally got to a checkpoint. Oh, wait. Now I gotta waste 30 seconds loading up this stupid Majula place to do shit. There's not even that much to do in Majula. Like, what the fuck? That's... I just want to point out that flaw is completely eliminated on PC because the loading screens are like five seconds. I'm just saying the, the is, add I did layers, play it on that version, yeah. <laughs> they add layers of meaningless action and complexity to it. Like Majula in the end is no, it's no different than having something to do in, say, a bonfire already. And the characters that reside in Majula, yes, they have lore. Why don't you just? Why do they have to be in Majula? Why can't you just leave them there in the locations you found them, or you find them again in other locations, which Dark Souls did? Like there are design decisions that were made in Dark Souls One that that doesn't make sense in Dark Souls Two. It literally now, feels like they took a step back. I did. I'll complete. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, again, I have not played the game, so I'm not speaking. I have to speak from hearsay, uh, but. Um, one thing that one com one comment that I heard comparing Dark Souls One to Dark Souls Two is that Dark Souls Two, like when you have various areas in the game, say like a fort or whatever, I don't know. Again, I don't know what they are. Like you yeah. kind of go through it and then you kind of you complete an area. Those three words put together, you complete an area, and then you're kind of done with it, and then there's like no reason to go back. It's just kind of like a, a thing you do. Whereas Dark Souls One, you never really complete an area. You just there's just several different locations and locales that are around. They're more seamless, maybe less segmented, as you said earlier. Yeah. Um, it's I, a cool I, shortcut. Oh, I can go through this way. It's neat. I can waste time. Waste whereas, time. like you, you, you might find yourself revisiting areas, you know, more than once um, for various things. Whereas Dark Souls Two, you kind of finish it once and then never, you never go there again, type of thing. I, I, again, I'm just kind of speaking from something I. No, that is exactly how it is designed. It's a it's a less dynamic game than the first game, and I think a lot of that was done in service of of trying to make it more accessible. But I do think something of what made Dark Souls and indeed Demon Souls before it so special is a little bit watered down as a result. I also I, I sorry, good. I just don't think it's as good a game as the as its predecessor. I, I that's not the argument for it being on this list, though, because Dark Souls yeah, is one of the be. greatest RPGs of all time, in my opinion. And even though it's not as good, it's still an incredible game, and I honestly think it triumphs over Dragon I, Age in many ways. Fair well, enough. Yeah, we should but be I comparing that... Dark Souls two to the other choices in this, not not to. Okay, yeah, but I still think that design is flawed. It's extremely flawed. Well, yeah, it's, it's extremely flawed. I, I think that's kind to, to of... Put, uh, to, put, to put it, it another way, okay, well, I've just cut Diablo because it's clear that that is not part of this argument. Yeah. And, right. we're, <laughs> and we're down so. to South Park, Dragon Age. I, I also think... Divinity. When I say those names out loud, yeah, and considering how strongly Zach has spoken about Divinity and how strongly I feel about myself personally about both about Dragon Age and South Park, Dark Souls is the one that I look at and I go... Eh. As, as someone who beat Dark Souls 2 and loved it, um, I do know that some parts of that game did feel like a little, like a drag. I'm not saying in, it's a bad game, run, I'm just saying it's a particularly stacked list. Yeah. I, I think it's a great game. I just know I'd, I'd have a stronger argument for Divinity than I would Dark Souls 2. I also think the climactic moments of <clears throat> the game in, the, in Dark Souls 2, which are the boss fights, they are not climactic at all. <clears throat> the first one. They're easy. No, it's, they're not, it's not even an easy problem. It's not, literally, it's not even a matter of difficulty. It's, it's a matter of design. It's fundamentally flawed. Where they think, they think the, making the game difficult 
it, uh, during boss fights was let's send literally five dudes at you and see how you that's manage every all fight, of them. That's not every fight, though. That's, that's the that's exception, like not the rule. That is ex- that, yeah. No, that is the rule because that's how nope. it happens for so many of the boss fights in the game. That literally only happens for like, like two or three boss fights. Yeah, like the rats, and then like that the when you get to that I forget the name of the boss, but that run room, and you got like a bunch Duke of people Bacious, coming at you at once. Whatever crap. And the okay. two guards. Second problem with the bosses, they all act the same. They, first, the AI pretty much acts the same way, I guess. But the there are no various moves. All of them have this wide, wide swing attack. Like there's no unique attack about them at all. There's no unique stats, but there's like only maybe three or four that really stood out in that game. Bosses that were truly unique. Whereas, how many bosses stood out in Dragon Age? <laughs> I don't remember any of them. That's the thing. Well, I mean, like my with problem with Dragon, with Dragon Age is that the combat system is completely broken. No, there's well, already well, classes. Dragon Age, mashy, a yeah, lot of the mashy. strength during boss fights comes with managing the terrain. Managing the tactical camera, like using what resources you have. Oh, I never use the ta- as a, as a fan of tactical. Ca- I never I, use I, the tactical I, I, camera. No, I never I'm gonna like I'm gonna come out there and say that I think if there's a weak part of that game, it probably is is the combat. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very mashy. Unless I guess if you play like on the harder difficulties, maybe Fine, it but be a little bit more of a s- challenge. But Arcane well, please, right, if, if we're talking, broken. okay, for me, if we're talking about the stages of grief. And, and we're reaching, and we're re- and we're reaching bargaining. Like, I would be willing to not see Dragon Age in that top three, but only if South Park won. I I would fight Divinity over South. Park. I would fight South, South Park, Park over Divinity any day. As much as I love Divinity, I think South Park is a is the one I'd rather go back to. Like, and that's saying something. Cause I love Divinity. It'll still be in the game of the year contender, yeah. so I'd, I'd be willing I, to about that. I, 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 I don't do know. Like I just South can't Park. see Dark Souls 2 up there as a top three when th- there are so many questionable design choices in Dark Souls 2. I think I I love Dark Souls 2 for its for its, keep in mind, for its keep design, in, its its music. And all mind. the DLC did come out this year as well, which was all very yeah. good. It was. Which I, fixed I, a lot I of played, the problems you're mentioning now, Simon. Yeah. Keep in mind, also, Zach. You know, you're talking about the overall winner in the in the final category. Um, that you know, if, if indie RPG if, though, Divinity. Yeah, so yeah, if we're gonna yeah. yeah. That. But what I'm saying is, is if the is if the South Park, for instance, beats Divinity in this, Divinity can't beat South Park in the next category. Who says that? Well, no, it, logic won in the RPG. Not logic says that because. I would disagree. What? I would say that it's uh, if we're talking about big screen, because in the context of the award, going back to that, it's that on the we're talking about the big screen. It, it's that. But if we're talking about overall, you know, whatever overall includes you want to talk screen. about, it's I think the yeah, overall includes big screen though. So if South Park comes ahead of Divinity, because if you want to argue for Divinity overall, you need to argue for Divinity for this. Here, let's here. Zach, um, explain, then I, I guess I gotta wipe my hands because I'm pre- I'm apparently not gonna win. If we're gonna <laughs> no, go I'm gonna explain way. logically. You have two races. Player one and player two are in race one. Player one beats player well, two. Wait, for... Player and then and then in race two, there's player three and player four. Player three beats player four. And then now it's a battle between wait, wait. player one and player three. Player two can't. 
I would say Davidi is better than Bravely Default. Okay, I mean, me, where, let, where let, we're going let, with okay, this? Okay, let me explain. Because the thing is, if I was going to say big, big screen is going to be the best big, game big, of the year, big, then we can end it there. No, 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 that's not true no, because Fire Emblem won last year. Yeah, because I'm a, they, a misunderstanding of what the, exactly the understanding is of what's going on is you imagine we've got these three categories today, with when we come out at the end of them nine games. Now, those nine games, any of those nine games can appear in our final three for the overall. However, it wouldn't make sense for um, the runner-ups of the categories for, 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 for a game to come right. ahead of for a game to come ahead of another game that it's failed against. The only case this exists in is Divinity, because if Divinity comes below South Park in big screen, it wouldn't make much sense for Divinity to, to come ahead of South Park in, in the, the final. I, I, I think it's that you're looking at it I as agree with Alex. big screen is still game of the year all of a sudden. It's that. I think it's in the context of the It's not the big the screen game of the year it's all that. of a sudden. Because I would say Divinity is a better it's game It's not the big screen is game of the year all of a sudden, because, because Bravely Default might win. But if South Park oh, was will. to win, but if South but if South Park was to be, was to win big screen, then that doesn't mean it's got the best. Divinity I mean, it doesn't mean that Divinity, it's all of a sudden the best no, game. No, it's saying it's the best Divinity game on would, a home console or but, a PC. Yeah, but Divinity would ha- but Divinity would have to come below South Park just by just by logic. You're adding in qualification. I mean, honestly, it's that if, if it's going to be between South Park... You're adding in the big screen category, which are missing in the the game of the year category, which is not true. All the, category, all the categories and criteria that fall under big screen exist also in game of the year. Very well put. <laughs> By that logic, I, I, then I could, I'd say Divinity... I'm not going to well, win. Okay. I mean, honestly, I've, I've played out... I think decide on the, the big screen first? <laughs> Okay, well, well, let's let's. If we define, then my argument ends there. I mean, that's the whole point that I'm bringing up here is that if if we're going to decide right now, then okay, well, the whole point in the game of the year is to decide which among small screen, big screen, and indie RPG is going to win game of the year and which ones are going to be runner up. So, if if South Park beats Divinity, it can't win game of the year, but it can be runner up. That's what we're saying. Yeah, because because you might say that oh, the top three handheld games are better than all of the other categories. So the final three for Game of the Year is just the top three from Handel. Which can very well happen, but it's not going to. No, but that's just me using... Well, hang on. Okay, so we're in this. We're in, we're in the middle of this debate. Right. Uh, you want to keep Dark Souls 2 on there? I mean, I said my spiel. If you guys disagree, that's totally fine. But uh, saying, like... Aaron's been very... Is Aaron, are you still about? Or do you have an opinion on all this? I <laughs> would agree that... Dark Souls 2 should be removed. From what I'm hearing, and now I'm going to be honest, I haven't really played any of these games much. I've watched I a lot of them, it. though. I thought it was it was okay, but I mean... From what I'm hearing, it seems like Dark Souls has more against it. I don't think it's the game that I would go back to, is what I'm getting at. Uh, okay, my question for the Dark Souls crowd is, I'm going to go down this list, right? Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition has a lot of problems... No, 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 no denial. However, it's successfully, very impressively. Um, well, with it, uh, it, Dragon Age, you have to think too. Like, it's coming off of Dragon Age Two, which. Had its well, that's what I mean. It's it, it, it successfully um, it finds finds a middle ground between uh, the the very disparate worlds of what people wanted. The people who enjoy Dragon Age 
one and the and the the desire of EA to have a more Mass Effect like experience in Dragon Age, which is what they were going for in two, which didn't go well. So that game actually delivers on that, and it also has, I think, uh, one of the better. Um, I, I should mention that. And, 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 and attitudes of open world. So for me, there's that. And then um, South Park, I think, is just not only one of the best licensed games ever made, but it's raucously funny. And it's not because, you know, one of the things I heard you guys said earlier on quite a bit was, well, it's funny, but it's, it's, that's just writing. But it isn't just writing because the funny in that game is in every fibre of that game's being, gameplay and everything else, and I think that's the impressive thing. Okay, when we're talking about, like, obviously we're talking about games of the year, and we're talking a lot about the issues that these games have, a lot of it, especially with South Park and Divinity, they sound like nitpicks at best. Um, Whereas Dark Souls... I think South Park's combat system is nothing to talk about. Like, it's almost, it's barely there. Like, you're talking about... Sort of Paper Mario style, like you hit a button and stuff. I think it's barely there. Like there's that no one comes I think, to I think, and talks crazy about the combat. I think you have to take into account like what a game is 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 moving to accomplish though as well, because South Park isn't a game for hardcore RPG nuts. Specifically. Sure, See, but I still think that's it's, it's No, no, it is playability because there is there, there's 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 this challenge and there's nuance to. Uh, the ability to party members. Half a challenge. leg is still a leg, I guess. Whatever. Just. <laughs> I guess half a leg is still like. I mean, I, I mean, I just. I don't know. Like, it's it's a game. Like, I'm not I'm not saying South Park Stick of Truth is not a game. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it is less I, of I, a no, game. But, no, but I didn't. I didn't. What, what makes finish, it a great I, game is less is really not. I didn't. I didn't true. quite finish the point I was making because I never okay, got sorry. to say. Right. And then, and then. And then Divinity, you know, I haven't given, I've only given a, a small amount of time to it, but from the way that, that um, from the way that you guys, especially uh, Zach and Darren, talk about it, um, it, it's it's something special. At which point I have to say, okay, then, we've discussed why the first three are special. What is it about Dark Souls? Because I can't help but feel that it's, a continuation of what was done before that isn't really as good as what was done before, and that's my point about Dark Souls. I just from what I, think it's an excellent game, period. From what I'm hearing, I, I mean, again, I haven't really played my, any of these games significantly. Well, let, let someone who's, who's played it then, Darren. What do you? No, no, I think you? Adam's making like, a point though. I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm largely an observer in this. And from what it sounds like, you know, Dark Souls just has more against it than Divinity has, or South Park or Dragon Age, um, so it sounds like Dark Souls is the odd man out to me. I think a big part of that though is it's very specific things that are wrong with Dark Souls too. It's, it's not necessarily game breaking. It's not. Going and, to I, and, I under- the game. and I understand that you know um, I understand the argument of uh, you know all keep in mind you know we're comparing the games on this list to each other. Um, and not to their own uh, predecessors. But what I'd say is, I feel similarly about Dark Souls 2 that I would feel about, um, if if we were a general gaming site, that I would feel about Far Cry 4, which is that I don't think it does enough differently, um, or well enough, I suppose you would say, um, from its predecessor to really stand out. Well, 
I would say that Dark Souls 2, despite some of its shortcomings, is still worlds better than a lot of RPGs out there. I, right. know, I, it's, 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 I think it's, it's still my argument it's more is that it's rich. better than Dragon Age. So, are you yeah, arguing would, that Dragon Age that doesn't there. belong in the top three? Yeah, I would say that. Hmm. <laughs> I disagree entirely. I have you, how much of Dragon Age have you played, Simon? Uh, well, I think I put 30, 40 hours into it now. Okay, because I okay, played I played sure 106 hours of Dark Souls 2 this year, and I've played 89 <laughs> of Dragon Age. I'm not saying the numbers determine it. It's that I've played a lot of both. I like both a lot, but I've had a lot more problems with Dragon Age. Okay, fair Age enough, but I don't think you necessarily and... need to play... A, I, I think once you recognize the design concepts of both games, you don't need... What? Well, that's what he's saying. Is that I think, I think even, he was just saying that, you know, he's put a lot of time into both. Um... So he can, you know. Yeah, he has exposure to both, but I don't think you need black. Well, once, you, once, you, once you do get a, he's, he's, he's saying the number. Once you yeah. do get a vertical slice of the game, you know, it's. My point being that you can go back to Dark Souls and get do a different build and do a different thing, whereas the Dragon Age, a lot of the content is still the same regardless of your class or regardless of your choices. This is very, yeah, but there's different classes play differently. To a degree, really. but not as drastically as they would in not, Dark not Souls as dra- 2. But, but at the same time, you can make the, the point about, you know, Dragon Age's branching story is obviously going to be... Uh, is going to be quite different in that respect, too. So, Dark Souls, you know, same dungeons again and again and again. Well, Dragon Age is I also going to be the, the same dungeons again and again. Yeah, but at least narratively has, it's different. I, at I least think, narratively. I think the story, the story, the combat, is worlds better than Dragon Age. Uh, like, the... Dragon Age, the combat boils down to a lot of mashing, and with Dark Souls 2, it's a lot more of a thinking man's game, and it's, like I said, even if you keep on comparing it and comparing it and comparing it to Dark Souls 1, it's, that's because Dark Souls 1 is like the peak sure, of but the hardcore combat, RPG the genre, combat system itself and so, but Dark Souls 2, I, I, I don't think you get enough, you give it enough credit of how well made it even is, even if it goes. Maybe it's because I say, maybe it's because design. I said the negative too much. The combat system in Dark Souls Two is fine in and of itself. It's the things around it that complement the combat system that makes it just not excellent. And as we also really have not talked about the line components. The enemy placements aren't great. Like it's just not. It's, I don't think it's a smart game. Darren, you was talking about the online. Yeah, mode. like I was thinking, like the online components in Dark Souls Two worked better than they ever have in Dark Souls One. PvP connectivity, PVE, it's all working better. There's more covenants. There's more stuff to do. That it's a tighter knit community, and I think. Yeah, it's I'm, 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 but I'm talking Dark Souls Two versus Dark. I'm, I'm talking Dark Souls Two exclusively. I'm just saying, even even without yeah. having even without having Dark Souls One to compare it to, the design decisions in Dark Souls Two aren't great. They're not. Okay, I. The one thing I will say that, you know, if, if it comes down to stuff as granular as this, because I thought it would just be kind of a bit of a given that Dragon Age would, would, would make the uh, the top three. Um, Dragon Age has some... And they're getting better all the time, but it doesn't change the fact that they were there at launch, has some bug issues um, that were, when I was playing, quite frustrating. Um, oh, yeah, there's a lot of bugs. And I, can uh, say... I was watching my just a comment. I was watching my younger brother play this over the Christmas break, and he had this hilarious. He had two hilarious bugs. One where his like guy was like moonwalking as he moved his character around, and one where he had like got one of those green torches stuck in his hand no matter what he did. 
Oh, I heard. I, I had that problem myself. I know you're so talking like, about. He'd like he'd like feel wielding his sword, but also be wielding the torch <laughs> at the same time. Uh, are, you comparing, are you comparing the technicality between the two games? Well, it's it's everything, isn't it? You're just talking it's about everything, the isn't it? You know, everything. There's, is there's also there's also this weird bug that I think they fixed it now, but they'd misgender your character. That happened time. to me actually. Sure. Oh, I mean, yeah, I heard about that. I just the, the more prone to mistakes you're gonna have. Like, I mean, we're not talking about design right now. We're just talking about little bugs, but. But, but what, yeah, but what, but what, I'm, but what I'm saying is that if it comes down to something this granular, then suddenly a little bug is a bigger deal than it once than it than it you know than it usually is. I suppose is what I'm saying. Um, and if it comes down to being this tight, I can see. I mean, if that's the case, it. then that means that every open world game is going to lose to a smaller scope. Yeah, that's not necessarily true. I mean, uh, the larger no. the game is, the more bugs and stuff it's going to have. That's not fair. I would I would say Divinity rarely had any issues with it. I experienced like one Is Divinity as large a game crash? as large as game as uh Dragon Age? In yeah, narrative scope, the, I'd the argue base Divinity game. is yeah. much no, no, in gameplay than scope. Dragon in gameplay and design scope is it as large as Dragon Age Inquisition. It's yes. Oh, it's it's Divinity base game is like fifty hours. I'm, I'm not asking for the length of a game. I'm asking its gameplay ability. Is it is, is its scope and design as big as Dragon Age Inquisition? That's what I'm asking. It's not. So therefore, it's going to have less bugs. Well, well, but it's the world is huge. I mean, it's a massive game. Like you're, 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 you're talking about like scope. I mean, if, if you're talking about the map size, but even then, Dragon Age like uh, covers it up by letting you like travel to these different places on that on that war board or whatever the war map. So they they kind of hide it a little bit here and there. Okay, like, it's, I... let's not talk about that anymore. I can what, what comes I, down I, to like it, I said. Yeah. I've already said my spiel. Just... If you guys want to take it off, that's fine. But I'm just saying that's that's where I stand. I it would be it would be extremely reluctant to me, but I can I can see a world where Dragon Age doesn't sit on this list. Uh, it would be a very very close fourth. Um, however, if you're not third, you're last. How, however, um, although we we're not doing specific numbering, I think in the spirit of it, I think in, in Dark Souls is obviously third but then the thing that i think becomes the big debate is is that winner because i genuinely as impressive as it may be i genuinely feel like uh, as, as, as impressive as divinity may be i genuinely feel like south park kind of deserves to win i don't i haven't played divinity, but i mean south i know i'm not going to win the argument I still think divinity does an amazing job in letting you do whatever you want it lets you bend the rules like Say, for example, you walk up to a door and you don't have enough skill on your lockpicking. You decide just to bash that damn thing down by just attacking it over and over until you break it open. There's so many ways that that game lets you break it. Like, say, um, you come across a group of monsters. You decide, oh, I know. I'm going to go back to the crafting table, build all these tables and chairs, and surround the enemies with it, and they can't get through them. <laughs> and then you decide to just proceed to wail on it. You could have <laughs> your one. You could have one person in your party. Let me finish. You have one person in your party uh, walk up, talk to a boss. While he's talking to that person, you could have your other guy come back around, start stabbing him in the back. Like while he's talking in the middle of a dialogue tree, you could just start wailing on him in the middle of this. And so it's 
it, it, it does this amazing thing with like player choice that I think it, you rarely see. I think um, that's a design fallacy. Everything so. I think that's a design fallacy. I th I think it <laughs> lets you do it. I, like I think the difference is it lets you do it if you want to. I, I don't think that's a. It's not so much a design flaw as that it, it's, see, it allows the player Divinity. to do it. I'm sorry. From what I've seen with Divinity, there's almost like this. Uh, the, I don't want to use this word, but it's almost like the between the actual gameplay and the environment. It's like how the environment is incorporated in gameplay in terms of you know positioning and items and. You know, just the various objects in the world and how you can use them. It's just, it's like a seamless, you know, it's all part of the gameplay. Yeah, and it's, I would not say it's a design flaw. It's logically, it's clearly intentional. how would you approach this encounter? No, no, no. The, the reason, no, I'm not saying it's a flaw. I'm saying it's a design fallacy because every game, every game is going to be limited. Every game is going to have its own invisible walls and boundaries that the designers intend. Just because Divinity has, is, uh, is a uh, invisible wall is a little farther out or whatnot doesn't make it a better game. I would well, I would argue that the gameplay, if though, that because that tra yeah, transparency is not yeah. there, it makes for a different, more captivating experience. So I think what Zach's trying to argue. Exactly, and it's because that, like common sense, like like say you're in a superhero TV show, like someone transforming. Would you sit around and wait for this person to transform before you would attack him? No, you'd run up and kick his ass while he's doing it. And that's kind of no, the way it approaches that, that, things. That's what I'm saying. There's a there's there's an intended scope in every game. It's not real it's it, it doesn't follow the games don't follow real life rules. Even if it's a fantasy setting, there's still procedures that programmers have to code. So South Park has its own scope. It's very I was going to say that, you know, South Park plays by, by its own set of rules. And right. I think, just yeah, not, but I think it's the, the, it's the, you, it's the point of, of player choice and option that you have the option to do this if you want, or you could follow the normal rules of just let this person finish what they're going to say, and then we'll fight. I think that's the point, is that it, it doesn't always have to follow down this very set rules. It's that Divinity lets you move around, lets you break it in a way. I mean, these are things that could be right, patched that, later. But I'm, I'm saying but, that those choices... You can't say just because this game lets you do more stuff is makes it a better game. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not Cause, saying. Cause I'm it, not it comparing becomes, it's, Divinity to South Park in this. I'm just. I'm just talking about how that's what essentially I think is what great you're about saying. Divinity. Because no, because I'm what not. it because what it's really about. Let's be fair. Is is um is it's really about what a game sets out to accomplish. Um, and I have no doubt that that Divinity is. Um, extremely competent in accomplishing this open world with consequence and with the ability to to break and game the system in weird ways. Right. But in but terms South Park of what, does it better. But in terms of what South Park sets out to accomplish, it accomplishes it with such um, such finesse, yeah. and uh, the, the, that's why I think it's the winner. I and completely agree. I, I I get that you know you might say well. Because the combat is, it's more simplistic, you know, it is it is, it is designed to be a more simplistic RPG. Um, but, you know, we've given these awards to more simplistic RPGs before for very much, because they're more simplistic and because they're more approachable. And I think... I, 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 sorry, I didn't... I, sorry, go I ahead. Didn't mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. Or, well, anyway... You yeah, did. Well, <laughs> I was ahead. just thinking that, like... <laughs> I, again, I haven't played these games, so it's this is kind of awkward for me to even be talking about them. But I don't think like South Park would really benefit from having you know a really deep and complex 
you know, combat system, right? No. right. So, like, like the combat, the not, combat system not, it has not, is yeah. simple, but suitable, it's, it seems like. Like, perfect, simple, you know, suitable, it fits. But also, it's really satisfying, and that's the thing that really matters. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think the problem with that I, game, it, there's a, yeah. it's a problem that Dragon Age shares, actually. The, the problem with that game is you can wipe out the challenge a little bit by completing all the side quests you're given. Um, but the... the, the but there's, you know, there's just things about the game and the way that game plays. And it's some of it's mechanical as well. It's things like, you know, the way that Facebook becomes their quest log. It's such an ingenious piece of world building. Um, it's so true to life. And the, you know, it's the fact that the game embraces all our RPG stereotypes by making it essentially the kids playing Lord of the Rings, and it's just, it's just brilliant. It's very brilliant. well crafted. Every, it's like, it's like a very well cut diamond. Like you can see why the, huh. we can, you can see why the the cutter, like cut it in that specific angle and way. Like you can Simon's, understand the design decisions it makes. Simon's going forward. He's got all these analogies in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's going through. No, I mean, am, am I wrong? Like Alex, am I wrong? Like. Like, I mean, very rarely in games, very rarely in games, do you see the design intent in the games. You're just like, what the fuck? Why? It doesn't make sense. Here, it's very transparent. Okay. Yeah. So we have we have two people, you know, strongly. I mean, we're we're kind of at the point where we know all these games are worthy to be in this conversation. We have two people really, you know, pushing on Divinity. Darren said South Park was better than Divinity. Oh, did he? Well, I'm kind of leaning on Divinity Camp. Yeah. God damn it! We have like, we have, we kind of... I think Divinity lets you earn that satisfaction from every battle because it uses the turn-based combat system that made XCOM so great, for example, uh, Evil uh, Enemy Within. So it's like every single battle, you like, there's this huge amount of tension that you feel because you don't know whether that next turn everything's going to just go completely wrong or completely right. I think right. part of the problem so is... just waiting for that to happen is so, so... Yeah, they're so... It is It is a real hardcore apples and oranges situation, but that's that's what these awards ultimately always boil down to. Um, Aaron, I think the design decisions uh, made uh, in, in South Park are impeccable. It's good. It's excellent. I mean, it, uh, but because what we're talking like about here, and this is what I want to... That its design yeah. is to be, like, the best PC RPG, and it takes all the qualities and all the freedom of past games and polishes that. And so that stuff that Zach was talking about for, like, attacking an enemy while you're talking to him isn't is, is a part... It's a strategy. It's a different gameplay style that really makes it stand out. And I think, I think yeah, it, it takes, that's why yeah. it's such a special game, is that it takes all these old ideas but like polishes them with the type of polish that we expect from a triple a game that is why it's such a surprise and why it's such a great game on the flip side it yeah, sounds it like it takes the best from like Baldur's gate icewind dale all those forgotten realms games it takes the best features from those and modernizes it and it does i don't, don't want to interrupt but has aaron played both of these games i uh i pretty much watched all of south park being played so uh, I haven't seen anything of Divinity though, so I can't really comment. What 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 would you comment at least about South Park then? I mean, having watched my fiance play through the whole thing, I mean it looked really fun. The story was interesting, and I wanted to watch it. So I mean, I would definitely say it's up there. 
Yeah, so the problem is we have two people who have, we basically have two strong supporters for each of these games. Right, right. Well, I guess my only issue with South Park, um, I guess, at least from watching it, um, some of the, I guess, tutorials seemed a little irritating. And uh, <laughs> yeah, the 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 the, the fart tutorial stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like you had to do it perfect, or it wouldn't register. Yeah. And then you had to do it again and keep doing it again if you failed. And there were there are some mini games that kind of have that too in there. And if you didn't get it just right, you had to redo it. And I could see that being like a little bit of a downside to it. I, I think we're yeah. gonna just have to make someone the tiebreaker just out of the arguments we've laid down, like which has more faults and which has more pros. I guess I guess the, all the problem is that Adam hasn't played either of these games. But Adam, speaking of like hearing well, the arguments, I've though, watched. Um, I, I mean, I've watched. You pl- your brother plays course, it, yeah. Your brother plays. Yeah, it, I, I, he played a lot of Divinity and Dragon Age. Uh, actually, I've seen yeah. two of my brothers play Dragon Age, so I'm more you familiar with that. Oh, you got more than one. I didn't know that. I didn't know you had one. I didn't know I you had another brother. I have three brothers. Yeah, uh, anyways. Wow. Just like right. Cool. But so, I, but I have not seen. I've actually haven't seen South Park or uh, Dark Souls. No, I did I see do, Dark Souls. I do. I do. South, South have... Park's the only one I haven't seen. Can, can so, I throw something out here as a yeah. potential spanner in the works, just as a, and just see oh, what's great. said. Um, what about uh, Shadow of Mordor? That would be an, would be an action adventure game than an RPG. It's, it's, it's an RPG. RPG. No, no, it's not. Just because what? RPG elements exist in the game, an RPG does not make. Just saying. But that's but it it, it does push it because I mean it, it does have every elements. You you this progression is RPG. You level up. You gain experience. You earn your skills. You can build stats. You can. Uh, um, craft things. You can. There's a lot of RPG features. I think it's 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 it does more than what like some tangential one does. And why like, do you it, think it's not up? like Zelda? It's more. Why do you, why why you think about like I think I just brought it up to check if anybody felt particularly strongly about it. That's all. I I, I, I love Shadow of Mordor, but I don't think it's better than Dragon Age Inquisition. It is better I, than I. There there are some issues I have. I think Shadow of Mordor. Especially towards the end of that game, oh my God, does it make you feel so damn powerful? Especially the, ne- the Nemesis system is far none one of the best gameplay features uh, that this genre has had in a long time, like or video games has had in a long time. But uh, yeah, I think what what surrounds that, like the story and some of the characters, I I didn't really get into as much. Um, but that and the music, I would say, best features of Shadow Mordor. He's, no one's gonna yield on both Divinity or Dragon Age. Like, what? <laughs> I, I think we already decided. Dragon I think, Age. I, okay. I'm mean, sorry, yeah. Divinity, Divinity so, and South Park. Sorry, I don't know what okay. I thought. I, I'm not yielding to. I, so I mean, it's really gonna come down to someone saying tiebreaker. Like, what based on what you well, heard? Okay, I hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because it, it, because we're yeah. now we're starting to get granular. It, it, we get to bargaining and. The bargain yeah. I would say is. Oh god damn it! Don't do this. Oh, I know what you're gonna do. Do it. I'm gonna look at the Google Doc and see what. Divinity wins this, and then. If Divinity wins this, it's gonna be it's it's basically I think it sounds like it's gonna be game this... of the year, best big screen, best indie. 
Yeah, I was well, let's say this. South Park won best writing. No, wait, wait. Does the writing in South Park compel it above? No, because ignore... Does this the... Is the... This this is the reason we broke it into these groups is is because the writing is is does it propel it above Divinity in being uh, the best game on this particular? Well, how format? how is the writing is it, of Divinity? The writing's so good. It's great. It's great. So, I heard the, the story way is that so you good take I heard the writing like line by line the dialogue isn't good but like the actual uh, story. No, but, uh, hold up, hold up. Okay, look. What if Divinity wins this and? Then the top three is um, South Park, Divinity, Bravely Default. You mean Bravely the... Default to win? Wait, Bravely Default. Default win what? What if the What if Divinity out? wins this, and then the final? I think Bravely Default is better than Divinity. I, I don't know. I mean, then again, I haven't. I'm, I'm played Divinity. I'm played. I've played Bravely Default. Oh yeah, my so God! <laughs> I've played both, and I'd argue Divinity is better than Bravely Default. Bravely Default, I mean, again, I, that's really one of the only ones I can comment on because I played it. I think it's a good game. It has some really great things, but that just a couple, that one repeti- repetition issue is a pretty big flaw. And pretty I haven't glad. heard, I haven't heard any significant flaws with you know Divinity. Anything there sounds more of a nitpick, where Bravely Defaults. You know, design decision there is definitely not. Well, just I mean, a we haven't asked about flaws about Divinity at all, though. Are there flaws within Divinity at all? I mean, there. I guess there are like a couple things you could point out. I mean, like some of the some battles could take the, the writing. I guess you like could one say like, a, like yeah. one of the like nitpicks. I guess would be like some battles can take a while, but that's kind of within the genre. So it's not really it's... yeah, and there are conversations that don't really matter, like in the grand scheme. It's some of it can be like it, there's not like going to be a big change in direction. the The more important thing is like the writing doesn't do it, but your actions can change the story. Because as I said, you could kill an entire town if you want. And people to. will hold it against so you. <laughs> the people will hold it against you. You'll be anytime you get anywhere near that place, they're gonna be like. Oh, it's you, <laughs> and so people, you know, come for your head. People will chase you out and into the wilderness, and and come after you if you did that. Okay, um, uh, I don't, so, I don't want to come yeah. back to this, but if Divinity wins, do are we really picking drag? Are we really picking Dark Souls over Dragon Age? I am. I'm gonna say, I don't want to bargain. Why are we bargaining? That's what it's I'm going to say from what I've heard. Yeah. Um, Dark Souls should not beat Dragon Age. It sounds like both Alex and Simon, they, I, I agree with, I not agree, but they made their arguments convincing that the issues with Dark Souls are more significant than the issues with Dragon Age. I mean, but again, I haven't... Uh, I think I'm, it's I'm just, just kinda... the, I, think, I think it's less about issues and more that just, I think, for all its flaws, and because I think it would be easy for Zach or, or, or to be able to say, well, Dragon Age doesn't do this great, doesn't do this great. For all its flaws and problems... Dragon Age is an extremely exciting and and very fresh feeling game. See, that's the thing is that I would I would I was halfway expecting Darren to be like praising Skyhold because that's basically Suikoden <laughs> in the way it's the the way that thing's built up of you upgrading that place. I thought you would be talking about that, but I yet to hear. Well, that's what I mean. It's things like that. It's this natural. It feels like this great natural evolution of the of the Bioware formula. Um, and, and 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 things like Skyhold, the way Skyhold is introduced, and and because to be honest, I thought that 
because I was obviously playing it pre-launch with no spoilers or anything like that, no internet discussion because nobody else had it. And, you know, I, the, I, I was convinced that um, the uh, Haven, the first place you're in, w- was it. I, I thought that was just it. And yeah. Skyhold was like a revelation then when it's being upgraded and stuff like that. Like, it, but my, my, my bargaining chip across the table here would be Dragon Age, South Park, Divinity wins. That's I, I would I, go I, with that because I think presentation-wise, Dragon Age probably does, does it better than Dark Souls, even if I think Dark Souls gameplay-wise is better. Because the other thing is, I feel like a game is going to come out in two months' time that is the actual, or is it, where, where the fuck it's been delayed to now? That is going to be like, <laughs> Bloodborne. oh, so this is where the actual sequel. This is what the actual... It's because Miyazaki's yeah. on it, yeah. And well, that, there's also, I mean, there's well, also going to be that Dark Souls re-release that apparently has better lighting. It's got the, it's yeah, got the DLC, yeah. and apparently it's got, like, the DirectX visual upgrades. I mean, the... the, the base. But are we going to bring that up? <laughs> With next year's Game of well, the Year awards, though, is that going to be? I, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it has much, yeah. you know, to do with this conversation. But it was, you know, at least worth mentioning that it, it does exist. That there's going to be a re-release. And obviously, you know, all the games on this list are fucking excellent. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's the important thing to remember. But I, I just think, I, like I just think, Dragon Age, South Park, and then Divinity to win. Yeah. And I would put Divinity to win games. Well, I mean, if Divinity <laughs> wins here. It's basically going to be the Divinity versus uh, Bravely, and Bravely Default, I think, has a lot going for it, but I think some big issues that are very obvious and apparent, it can't beat Divinity, even though... I heard, I heard like, with Bravely second anyway, because the demo's Wait, out in Japan, I, I, they've made... Do you think the flaw is really that overlapping? Wait, what are we talking about? About Bravely Default? Mm-hmm. I think I think that the fact that half the game you're basically just redoing dungeons. Uh, I, uh, I mean, it, in honesty, like it takes a few hours to get through that part. Um, but I do think it's a really, I mean, really. I mean, I haven't tough heard student. like there. Every game has design flaws. I haven't heard a, a single design flaw from Divinity at all. I agree. Like I don't. I I don't know. That's the what thing. Like that's like that's why it. I'm skeptical of giving Divinity the the game of the year. Well, I mean, just because it doesn't have an English. No, no, no. I'm saying every I mean, game has a yeah. design flaw. Sure. I have heard none for Divinity. I guess that's a that's not a bad. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like I, I mean, I'm not. I'm yelling, but I'm being serious completely. Well, I can't. Uh, mm. The only people that can talk to it are Zach and Darren. <laughs> So the only I think the only way someone would say it's flawed is is, is it that you don't like that style of computer RPG. That's not and a it, design flaw. I that's know, a but like that's flaw. But that's well, it's there's nothing glaringly wrong with it. It's incredibly impeccably well designed. I mean, which there's a reason why especially that it all works hard. in co-op is even mind blowing. Is it just that you know it is a Kickstarter game and maybe you can sometimes see the the cracks in the in the in the in it, the wall. It does. It has rough edges. I'll say that much. Like you can you can see it here and there. Uh, to be fair, there's a few things about that though. Is that for one thing, that game probably cost about say four or five million to make because one million for the Kickstarter, whatever Larian decided to invest it. However, 
what it makes up for it is that even if there might be some flaws, you take it back to the fact that this game includes a full editor, like Neverwinter Night style. You could create your own map. Anyone, any time someone sees a flaw with that game, user can come in. All right, guys, check out Steam Workshop. I put a new patch in. It's going to fix all these problems. You're going to have a whole new game, a new character, a 100-hour new store, whatever you want to make. It's a great way for people who are interested in making games can use it. It's all these things. These guys pretty much took the flaws that are, you know, inherently there just because of, as you said, it's a Kickstarter game. There's bound to be some problems with the their ambition not fully, you know, coming out because they've got to deal with this budget. Um, they've got this this community that's growing rapidly to help them, whatever it helps happens on the way. And it just came out, so there's you know bound to be some exciting things on the horizon for that. But if we're going to talk about the media game itself, worth without considering uh, anyone else, con you know, contributing to that, um, there there are some issues. But it's it's more along the lines like if you're into, as Darren said, if you're into that style of game, that's where really where it, it kind of comes right, down so to. Alex, did you play? Wait, no, Alex, did you play Divinity? I've played a tiny bit, but not very much. Not enough to really speak with much authority, but I can certainly say it, it, it feels like a great... It feels like a great game, which is why I've been a bit changeable on it, because I know, um... You know, I, I also know Zach's tastes, and I know if it was this was starring, like, scantily clad anime ladies, I would be more, um... <laughs> I mean, I, 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 would, no, I would I be more skeptical. Of it. I, <laughs> 10 I'm out of 10? Very... Oh... We haven't. Eh. From what it sounds like, it sounds like Divinity. It's very hard for Zach and Darren to, you know, bring up issues with it. I mean, other than kind of ambiguous things about like its polish, I guess. Whereas even Alex uh, has brought up issues with Dra Dragon Age, but I guess South Park. I like South, South Park, Park, and I've spoken. I, I've, every single game I've liked, I've spoken to the flaws of the game, though. Right. Because there are there there are not maybe not fundamental, but there are design choices that a game a game developer makes in every game that is stupid. It's dumb. I don't know why they do it because we're all human, but it happens. And I have. Uh, from what I see, we have more people talking positively about South Park. It's just that the people who have also played Divinity. Speak are, are speaking more positively of that, even though it's a lesser I mean, number. I, I mean, I, I love South Park. I, when I, I played it, I sat through. I mean, I, I really took a break between playing it and beating it. It's it's just that with Divinity, it feels like it kind of opens things up to what could potentially happen. I mean, South Park, like it's kind of hard to say because you know South Park. Who knows if they'll ever make another one of those? Okay, I mean, but, but if Darren was saying earlier. What Darren was Sorry. saying earlier is that uh, Divinity is like almost, I don't want to say perfectly, but a, a nearly perfectly crafted old school, you know, reminiscent PC RPG. Whereas, you know, it seems like people who played South Park are calling that almost the perfect game representation of what South Park could possibly be as an RPG. So we have the. Well, I mean, not even that, it's just a good RPG, period. But I, I guess what I'm getting at is that both these games, like, are there much that can be done to make these games better, or are, as they are, are they just really, really fucking solid? <laughs> so there is, I can't. 
I would say, I mean, for, with at least with Divinity's side, um, it's that whatever shortcomings there are, at least there's a modding community that can help help it grow. I don't think that's um, fair, though. But <laughs> that's... Well, it's it's there. I mean, it's a... It's yeah, a yeah, yeah. It was I mean, the design decision to have that. South Park, so that's... I don't think... Yeah, no, no, of course. That's why, I, I, that's why I mentioned before that I don't want to talk right. too much okay. about Would that South Park be better because... if it could be modded and, you know... I would say yes, but that's just because of all the crazy things we get. Can you imagine how crazy it added if you could mod it? Okay. Oh my god, that would be stupid. We can't dilly-dally on what-if scenarios. I think we've been talking about this for like 15 minutes. Hold up, hold up. I think something that we're all kind of neglecting, though, is that Divinity is fully cooperative, and it functions perfectly like it, and it's almost... I'd almost argue it's better to be enjoyed in co-op like that. Yes. Okay. So if we do say... You know, my suggestion is is to put forward Dragon Age, South Park, Divinity with Divinity to win. At that point, it's obviously Divinity versus Bravely Default, and then also the question on if anything in the runners up um, from either of those comes above. Like my the only other thing I could think of is we had da- Danganronpa as Tangential. That's possibly no, better. Fuck but... that game. Okay. <laughs> But <laughs> there's going to be no runner-ups that greatly default and oh, because he's trying to put his foot forward on this but, one. But so. what I would say, but what I would say is, I would do that, but I would put South Park ahead of Bravely. Oh right, I forgot that for Game of the Year we're doing placements, and I would agree with. I would say, yeah, I would say Divinity, South Park, Bravely, and Divinity win. I mean South Park. It sounds like the writing, which we're kind of incorporating, you know, the whole feel of the game, it's already won that yeah. award, which is its strong suit. So it's not, and, and you know, getting runner up to game of the year is not. And there wasn't much debate about that award either. It walked. Right. That, it, well, right. There was no question. So I think I think that's fair. If we have South Park, you know, it's it, it wins the award for its obvious strength. You know, Bradley Default, you know, wins the award in its category, and then Divinity sounds like it's an excellent indie game worthy of being game of the year so yeah not not to be reductive like south park it's the look and it's the writing that propels it high and then with bravely default as you said it it promotes in that category with divinity i think it's that it's got a great soundtrack a great gameplay feature with the co-op the combat and and the player choice and so i yeah i think if we're if we're gonna segment if we're gonna compartmentalize it a little bit based on what each certain feature of a game would have, I would say, yeah, pound for pound. You know, that's that's just coming from me. I, like, I don't want to harp on I it too much. But one more, th- it, let's say a decade passes from now. Are we going to remember uh, which of the three South Park, Bravely Default, and Divinity? Which under the which of which of these are we going to remember the most? Bravely Second's going to well, come out. I'm not talking. I'm Bravely saying, default. let's say Bravely Second it never happened. Let's say none of these games got a sequel. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, because kind of an I'm saying, I'm saying, if, situation. if we something game yeah, of the year, there has to be there's a awkward. legacy behind why we're giving it. Well, like, if you're going to say like, if we're going to remember it, it, that's the thing is that you got to. I, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to imagine it when you say ignore Bravely Second, but um, personally, because people are obviously hungry for more classical RPGs, and that's been kind of the thing this past year with, like, Wasteland and uh, Shadowrun and... There's Torment. And Divinity. True. Yeah. Uh, uh, Torment's well, next year. Well, that's what I mean. Year. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's around. It's, it's next year. It's 2015. I'm already screwing up. 
uh, I, I think, as, as, as Aaron mentioned and other people mentioned, it's that people talk a lot of praise about divinity. And from what me and Darren have talked about, I think it's that, you know, for people who are fans of this genre, and it's, it's, the game's accessible for people who are not that deep into that marshland that is uh, the deep mechanics that are Baldur's Gate style. It's got a lot of that. So I, I personally, I would say Divinity. The, the, the problem why the I, Divinity I have from what I've seen is that it plays it very safe because it has its roots and it stays true to its roots. And I respect that, and that that, that, that makes it a good game because you, you can fix problems based on its predecessors and whatnot. Ridley Default and no, South Park, they both are not landmark accomplishments, but they put a dent because they're both, one, innovative, uh, but while staying to it, to its really old roots, uh, both in its uh, own respective ways with Bravely Default being more so Final Fantasy like Five and South Park being yeah. more yeah. license-based. But you're not going to see a game like it. It, it makes more mistakes because well, it tries to be innovative. I, I, I disagree that Bravely Default's issues are stemmed from its innovations. I mean, it's not that has nothing to do with its you know repetitiveness in the second half, um, which... I mean, I, I don't think that's an argument that's an issue with the game. It's brought up everywhere, but I, what, how big of an issue, I don't know, but I don't think that has anything to do with how innovative it is. Okay, fair See, enough. I, I'm just saying, I the more even... innovation you do, the more mistakes you're going to be making. That's what I'm saying. But See, I, I haven't even played... Do you want to go ahead? <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I haven't even played that much of Divinity, but having completed Bravely Default and, and just hearing the passion with which Divinity is spoken about... I don't think Bravely Default wins. Right. To be honest. I, I, I well, personally... I, all, what I can say with certainty is I wouldn't put Bravely Default above South Park. So if I wouldn't right. put it above South Park, it probably no. doesn't belong... At, well, uh, I haven't played Bravely Default, It probably, so doesn't, it probably doesn't belong <laughs> over a Divinity either. I, 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 I think... just don't think Divinity is... Well, you haven't and played a, it. That's the problem. And at, at a point, these lists become about what you can live with, and that I can live with. Because <laughs> it is a group thing. I just right. don't think Divinity is better than South Park. But you haven't played it. Play Divinity with co-op. Yeah. It'll change your... I will say I'm not very interested in playing it. I mean, heck, I have access to it. So. Darren, we gotta play co-op. Oh my god, we do. <laughs> start a new game. <laughs> yeah, we gotta start a whole new game. I agree. Sorry. I think I think it's fair if we're talking about our our RPG site awards and our write up that we can get, we can shower a ton of praise on the South Park in its writing category because that's its strength and we yeah. can shower a ton of praise for Divinity and a ton of praise for Bravely they all get their you know spot in the sun and then Divinity sounds like as an overall package it sounds like being Game of the Year is you know a choice that is sensible. <laughs> So I think that order, and the order as well, of Divinity, then South Park, then Bravely. It's from what we, from what I've heard and everything that's been said, it sounds like it's the best order we can come up with. I'm gonna play this game, Zach. I'm gonna find design flaws in this game. Just saying. <laughs> I will. I will. If, if this, if there, if there are glaring design flaws and you did not point them out, either one, I'm gonna call you. A terrible I mean, critic. to be very fair, I'm not good at spotting that stuff. I mean, I, 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 look at the games I've reviewed, okay? Like, Mugen Souls and Atelier and, like, all these games and Neptunia. Like, you come to me and ask me, hey, Zach, 
What are the problems with those? Like, well, that's I don't know. Thing. I like, like the writing. Need, that's about like, all that, I know. That's the thing. Like, designs need design choices, and it, they need to be critiqued because this is a procedural thing. Like, games are a procedural yeah. thing. However, however, where we're it's the problem with this where, where we're yeah. at now. I feel like we're. I could live with what's being said, Aaron. Thoughts. <laughs> well, uh, I agree for the most part. I mean, I don't have any objections. I mean, Bravely Default, while good, does have a lot of issues that keep it from being super amazing. So, And then the other ones, I feel, have earned their spot based on what you guys have said. So. I feel like, because I, 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 I feel like, you know, we could probably dance around the, the, the South Park versus Divinity question, but ultimately... Um, I think I think the thing that that, t- that tipped me over the edge, as well as me just having played, a, a, you know, a little bit of it, and knowing that it is a good game that I'm keen to go back to, and experience more of. It's also the factor of of uh, of Divinity being this old school um, RPG, and and South Park, yes, being a little bit simplistic, which is a positive, but also can be yeah. viewed in a slightly less kind manner. It's got some amazing moments in that game. <laughs> it's a raucously funny game, but it has one best writing as well. That makes me feel a lot better. Um, be d- this is never the outcome I ever expected. I expected Dragon Age to walk it. I'm very surprised. Like last year, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem walked. Okay, that's not fair, though, because the competition it was going against was pretty shitty. Outside of SMT4. Next year? Oh, Nino Kuni was pretty good. Nino Kuni okay. has problems. Though. Before we go off Just on saying. another, ta- before we go off on another tangent on this massively long thing, <laughs> so can we can we agree as a group, hear from everybody, that um, for big screen our list is, um, and obviously there is no order to this list, um, Dragon Age, South Park, and Divinity. Divinity to win. Divinity to win. And then, so is everybody? Is everybody? Is everybody happy with that? Mm-hmm. I'm not happy with, but I'll go with it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not happy with. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah. And then, I, I yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised that. you're cool with it, Zach. <laughs> well, I need to get to Skyhold and Dragon Age. Probably my my mind and up more. Then, that. for overall, if we go one Divinity, two. South Park, free bravely, and thank fuck we're not doing more than a top three. Jesus, yeah, definitely not bravely. Yeah, so bravely bottom of the top three. If, that makes that. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. This is true. This is there true. you go. He said it. Zach, I, <laughs> I, said about Zach, I will play this Come game. Back like, I like. I love critiquing games. I'm just saying. I will play this. If you're into Baldur's Gate, man, Baldur's Gate 2. If you, if you play this game and you're dissatisfied with the result of this, That's then I great. want you to write it up. Oh, I will. And call it you fuck you, Zach, or something. <laughs> Do it. That'll be the, the SEO on that one. It would be great. Okay. I want to be looking so it up. If everybody's happy with that, allow me to run down everything. Yep. Go ahead. So, um, our one to watch reward for next year. Um, Bloodborne, Final Fantasy XV, runners-up with The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt as the winner. 
Um, best We're tangent. Not necessarily saying Final Fantasy 15 will come out in 2015. No, it's just one to watch based exactly. on what we've seen from that game this year. Yes. Um, best tangential RPG. Um, Destiny, uh, the absolutely brilliant This War of Mine, and the winner, uh, Danganronpa 2. Having awful flashbacks to the debate about which of the two fucking games. <laughs> um, best soundtrack and score. Um, we have Arno Surge. That's another. That's another Zach filibuster. That's uh, Destiny. Uh, uh, sorry, Divinity. My, I might have should have put that in there, but Arno Surge. I'll, I'll put up there. Uh, Transistor and Bravely Default as the winner. Biggest surprise. Um, uh, Tetsuya Nomura being uh, leaving Final Fantasy XV under whatever circumstances he left uh, Valkyria Chronicles surprising coming to PC uh, and the winner Terra Battle actually not being terrible still um, traitors all Terra of you battle. Terra Battle those who betrayed Galia Hag. <laughs> uh, and best writing uh, uh, we have Danganronpa 2 again Dragon Age Inquisition wait we have Danganronpa 2 beat South Park yeah. for best writing? No, 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 no. And then, no, the, and then the winner. Are you looking at the And then the winner now? is South Park. Okay. And then today's, <laughs> uh, today's picks uh, indie RPG. We have Grimrock, Legend of Grimrock 2, rather, to be specific. Um, we have uh, Divinity, Original Sin, and Transistor with Divinity winning. For best small screen RPG, we have Terra Battle. Uh, Persona Q Shadow of the Labyrinth or is it Shadows something something yeah Shadow of the Labyrinth, Labyrinth. Yeah. Uh, and Bravely Default as the winner and then a big screen RPG Dragon Age Inquisition South Park and Divinity Original Sin as the winner and then overall third place Bravely Default second place South Park and first place Divinity sweet timer and Dragon Age is not there <laughs> nope I can live with that, though. I can live with that. I just need to play more Dragon Age. Wait. I think I'm, I'm very okay. We with had Dark Souls it. above Dragon Age? No, we didn't. We took it out because we haggled. As it were. No, we had, we, had drag, we decided to put Dragon Age in the runners-up for place. big screen, and Dark Souls is not there. Yeah. Oh, Dark okay. Souls, so Dragon Dark Age is actually, on that list. So Dragon yeah, Age is I was talking about the game of the year. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the and it turns yeah. out Dark yeah. Souls 2 did not turn up anywhere. That's fine. I can live with that. Yeah. Let that you piece of shit rot in hell. I think that's a You gave it an eight. What's with all this hatred? <laughs> I know I know games aren't like a math equation, but like you didn't you should express this. <laughs> Let more. that piece of shit game rot. Lots of applause, lots of series. So lots angry. of it's not Enjoy your MMO. You need to play the DLC for that game. At one point, I really was going to write an article about why Dark Souls 2 is so fundamentally flawed, but then I realized it would have been a hatred spew shit, so I'm like... Alright, let's move on. (laughs) We've already decided. I won't won't rise to the offline MMO. How long is this podcast? Both parts? (laughs) Very long. It's it's a long one. Six or seven hours. You might want to go on a big road trip while listening to this. There you go. I'll cover an entire workday. Advise them right at the end. <laughs> uh, these are the parts you want to skip between this and this, and this and this, because it's just a bunch of haggling back Warning, and forth. Warning, expletives. That's how we get to it. Many expletives. Expletives. It comes down to like half an hour or something. It's, it's okay. Ah. Well, there we We're go. Done. All right, so 
as we said, that we have that in the bag, and so Divinity, the big winner today. But uh, God, you are rubbing God. salt in my fucking wound. I hate you. Your tears are delicious. <laughs> I'm pretty proud about that. So, uh, everyone, I once again want to thank everyone for joining me. I want to very much thank uh, Alex, of course, for joining us on this podcast, right. the first one since E3. Always a pleasure when the so time zones can be uh, forced to line up, or in this case, not line up. He says, as it's five a.m. Right. in the morning. Um, Adam Vitelli, thank you, and thank you, Simon Chan, for us and making it a, making it an experience. Uh, thank you, Aaron Van Dyne, of course, for joining us. No problem. All right, and then uh, and of course, Darren McPhail, thank you very much. You've come to us this this past year, and we really do appreciate the help you brought with our with the site. So I want to yes. very much extend a, a thank you to you. Thank Thanks you very for much. having me, and I'm happy to continue doing it, and I enjoy doing it. And thanks and for thank having you, me up on this giant thank, podcast. Thank you also to the um, to the various people, um, to obviously uh, David and Liz who couldn't make it to this, and also to the people who helped us out picking out the lists that we debated down from. So, um, um, uh, God, you know who you who, are. Who's on that list? Uh, Kyle and Andrea and uh, CD and Johnny and people like that who who have to contribute to it. Well, Johnny contributed. I think he did. Yeah. Um, Good. So thank you to all those people and to everybody for listening as well. Um, and yeah, that is our list. Thank God for that. And now we have to turn it into articles for the weekend. <laughs> well, well, the articles are going to yes. be the easy part. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's quite we're easy. Gonna, we're going to. Well, you guys will see that up on the site soon, and then, of course, you can check us out. Now, we're now on iTunes, if you're not d listening to it through there. So, you know, subscribe to us, check us out, uh, and, you know, look forward to the articles on the yep. site. By the time this is up, you should be Wait, able to read this those. This is going to go up with the articles. Yes, it will go with the articles. that when it happens. Tetracast on iTunes, at RPG site on Twitter, RPG site net on Facebook, We've also got the Steam Curation Group, which has a lot of recommendations for games. Um, got to add uh, Divinity. And if, and if you hate our forums. Yeah, Magna as well is, is there for, for debate and discussion and Magna hating Central. each other. But anyway, oh I gosh. should probably go to bed. What, what time is it over there, Alex? <laughs> I think we... It's 4.58 in the a.m. It's late. It's late everywhere. I think, unless except for Darren, maybe that's, <laughs> that's about it. I think he's still still kind of early. So, once again, thanks everyone for joining us. Catch you next time. See you next time. Thank you.